Welcome back to Talking Gaming and Tech, Season 9, Episode 1. It's the beginning of 2024, and we're getting into the CES. is happening right now. We got a whole bunch of new gadgets coming out. A lot of it won't make it to the market, but hey, they're cool to look at and talk, and talk about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we have a number of we have stories from on the gaming side. We have a former FPS pro says that the finals is too much for the Call of Duty brain. <laughs> oh. Oh. He, he's not wrong no, no. The, 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 uh, yeah uh razor is bringing the world's first hd haptic gaming chair uh with new haptics there are been chairs that have vibrations in the past and everything else but this is kind of a new thing um <laughs> uh matt pat along with like 20 other youtubers have recently quit there's a ton of youtubers that are quitting it's stuff like this drives me crazy <laughs> there, there's like a ton of them yeah yeah but, but we'll get to it yeah we'll get to it um yeah and uh steam has updated its policy for ai games uh well ai generated content um and i kind of want to bring up just the topic in general and how it's like what is what it's doing and changing the face of how games are made um and then are we going to get into how we remember the sega uh nes like wars When they were going, I could put that in one sentence. Mm -hmm. My mom stepped on my Sega, and I felt bad for about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> then I moved on to to my Nintendo, which is just flat out better. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like I said, on the second half of the show, we're going to mostly be getting into just the CES, going all the tech that's been being showcased at CES right now, all the gadgets, all the things that are being shown off for the coming years that possibly might make it to a consumer market a good portion of the stuff doesn't um because a lot of this is about making deals he was going to fund the projects all these other things are happening that's why ces is a thing um because it's trying to see what people think of the things they're inventing if there's like if there's a market for it really uh so yeah we always get to see a lot of really cool things every ces uh it's pretty neat especially samsung samsung's new like Foldable screens are pretty cool. That's one thing I was watching. Like they just bend in every direction now. I was like, Jesus. So they're getting better and better. Um, so, but anyway, we have a lot to talk about on the gaming side. But before we get into any of that mess, let's see what the heck we've been doing in the last couple of weeks. So, Grim, what have you been up to? Making mistakes. Indeed. We're awake now. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know what? Fuck you, then, dude. You're not awake for the podcast. You have no respect for me and Nate. You should probably just bounce that out. Just get the hell out of your studio. Fine. It's ours. Yeah, get out of my studio. <laughs> you little prick. Uh. Okay. Um. So, by first off, we played. We played our first session back from D and D. Um. You know, I won't give too many details. I'll just say that Bazinga almost came became Shizinga. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about uh, that. Naked, naked yoga was a step too far. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, and uh, the people I've been talking to about starting another campaign at work that want to play finally underway. We've settled on gothic horror, with the setting being essentially feudal, like Euro uh, Europe. You know, like medieval Europe. Yeah. Right. 
but it's a medieval Europe world where all of the um, mortal races lost. Hmm. So evil has won, and therefore the entire kingdom is ruled by vampires, werewolves, ghouls, undead. It's just like gothic horror everywhere you turn. And the mortal races are all um, enslaved, uh, used for like a battle arenas, made to fight in armies, sold off for food. And that's the setting that these people will go into mm-hmm. as normal mortals trapped in a world where kind of like if you remember that shitty um, underworld movie, the, the one from the one that was like the spinoff, the, the werewolf one. Yeah, yeah. Where it was like this city is a city of vampires, and it's surrounded by werewolves. And mm. if there's any humans, they're just cattle. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like that. No, and you, then the the, con- uh, the concept will be that the players will all have to swear their allegiance to one of these one of the gods that took over this world. And when they do it, they will get infected with one of the these horrors that I've come up with. So, like, they'll either be vampired, so they could be a dwarf vampire or a frog vampire. It doesn't matter what race they pick, but they'll have vampire in them, or they could have werewolf in them. And then I'll start adding, like, subclasses to the characters as they they grow. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So, as they, they, and not just as they grow, as they kill characters that I deem are powerful, like, like, uh, Legacy of Cain. So, if they kill a werewolf that is a high werewolf within the campaign... Whoever is infected by lycanthropy will access new abilities because they killed that guy. Now, are any of them going to be just straight mortals without any, like... They're all going to be straight mortals at the start. At the start of the game is literally them being in a wagon on on their way to a Ludus, which is like a Roman training ground. Yeah. Because they've been captured and sold as as slaves. I hear you're an adventurer like me. (laughs) Kind of. But when when they arrive at the Ludus... When they arrive at the Lewis, they'll be forced to be trained. And I'm doing the whole thing about their characters. Like, they're going to build their characters, but they're not going to tell each other. And their characters will be, like, their classes and shit will be revealed over time from the training in the first few sessions. So when I tell them to, like, pick a weapon, then they'll be like, oh, I'm picking up a whip. Because that's the weapon they picked when they talked to me, but the other players don't know that. And then they'll slowly piece together what their class is throughout this these two or three sessions of training and then that will lead to the end of the training where they have to pick one of these lords and subjugate themselves into one of these groups of yeah well the main thing i was is there anybody in the party that's going to be like the mortal that's refusing to bow to these gods and he doesn't want any part of it and he's going to stay mortal. well the problem is in the world let me ask you this nate if you were my slave and you refuse to listen to me what would i do to you no i mean but like if he was like a character who was like naturally like if he was like a monk or something, he had some ancient ability that was that humans had that none of these like things had, but he was the only one able to fight these things off and not be killed by them. Kind of well, thing. the problem the problem is again he would be dragged up in front of the group like the Ludus and told to swear allegiance, and if he said no, he would just be killed. Uh-huh. Now, if someone wants to have something where like he drinks the blood of one of these things and it doesn't affect them. I can talk because I'm very flexible with this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the idea is that again, they're not really heroes. They this is a freeform campaign. Once they get out of the Ludus, they will choose how they want to go. So if they decide they want to break out 
If they say decide they want to escape and hunt down these lords and, and free the world from this nightmare, they can. Or maybe they decide to work with one to take over so that they have the power. Yeah, it all yeah, depends yeah, on yeah, how yeah. they want to do it. Yeah. So in general, mortal races are all just they're like rats hiding and trying not to be hunted down by these things. Except for one place, and that is the Empire that I'm calling heretics right now. And they're like they're like the the empire from Warhammer: Age of Sigmar. Mm-hmm. They are so they are supposed to be holy warriors, the, the, but they are so fanatical about it that if you disagree, they burn you alive, they well, crucify you. Yeah. So they've gone off the deep end into pure evil, holy empire. Yeah, they're yeah they're yeah they're the white cloaks, which are based off the Spanish Inquisition. So I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> worse than that. And they're the only they're the only empire. They're the only place in the entire empire where humans are not hunted, put into slavery and all that. But yeah. it doesn't matter because if you live there, you are conscripted for their army and you are forced to fight and do terrible things in the name of your goddess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so and, you're right. still going to be stuck in an evil hellhole. <laughs> all right. So uh, this is going to make some... This is something that's going to grind Grimm's gears. Okay. So I started playing my Xbox again. I don't have a, I don't have a Series X. I just have a the the one because because I I got a free Here's copy. Of, I I got a free copy of NBA two twenty four. Mm-hmm. So oh, like, that's okay. even worse, dude. With my TV, it's it's not bad, but oh my god, the graphic like the gameplay is fine, but they like when you get halftime, it's got like the the the, the hosts talking, dude. They they are they're awful. They're like oh robot, you know. It was oh. really strange because I'm like oh I bet it looks so much better like on another. It just it's you can see the difference, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, and then I bought Game Pass for a month to try that out, and now I remember why I don't usually play consoles. But Uh, I'm probably gonna get a Series X, yeah, just so I can play Grand Theft Auto. But uh, the not having the space on the freaking console just drives me up a wall. I had to delete like all my games just to download one game. Yeah, I can. You can fit a total of like five games on on it, and then boom, hard drive full. Oh, I know, but like I don't know. And it takes forever to download. At oh. least on that one. I don't know how the Series X is, but oh my god, it no, takes I know. so freaking long. It was like four to six hours just to download the game. Yeah, but that's like on the well. I don't know the PS3. In defense of Xbox, they ain't Steam. Like when I first, yeah, got, yeah. When, when I got a hold of a PS3, I fixed. Uh, the first thing I did, well, I bought replacement parts, but I also bought a 500 gig hard drive to put into it because mm-hmm. it only had like 100 gig or whatever the original PS3 was. It was like 100 gigs or something like that. It was really small. Yeah, I can put an external on it. Um, it's just but, I don't want to. But, <laughs> I'm not going to um, for the Xbox. And one. the same thing with like a PS4. Mm-hmm. I immediately put a two terabyte SSD in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. It just, it just frustrated me. But like I was telling you, I was playing, uh, make this real quick. I was playing... Uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. Okay. The one that, like, everybody hated. It besides Ghost, but but everybody hated. But it is so different than all... Everybody's like, oh, they all, they're always the same. Well, when they're the same... When they make them different, they complain. Well... Because well, that the game problem, is way different. Is, way different. The it's, problem is it's different to a degree, but it still feels exactly the same. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like Dude, I played I, that one, except for the wall running, and you're talking about the like the, the no. Sci-fi there, one. There's like four or five. There's like three or four that have wall running. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one you're literally in space the whole time. Yeah, this one's completely in space. It's like 
Star Wars. You 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 go in warp drive and shit, and you fly around space like hover airplane yeah. thing. It's really cool. Different assets. The guns have two modes. Like one, well, it'll be a shotgun, and then you hit a button, and boom, it's an automatic rifle, or it splits into two handguns. It's really cool. Way different. Well, they I, took it that. probably looks way better on like a computer because well, I'm playing Xbox One here, so the graphics are kind of meh. Well, they were kind of messing around without even ghosts. Did you say two modes? The guns had some of the guns in oh Ghost had two modes, and they were starting to mess oh around with that. Oh my god! They weren't two revolutionary. Not a ghost in Ghost. There was some guns that had two modes in them. Yeah, like what? I don't remember. I remember guns that had two modes in them though. I don't remember playing around that with it. At all. Um, the only problem with Ghost, like I had Ghost on the PC, it ran like it was the worst running Call of Duty oh, I've ever seen. I bought it for Xbox One release. It was <laughs> terrible. It ran terrible on the PC, and the level design was some of the worst ever. I was disappointed when I played Ghost on on the Xbox and you're you're crawling through grass mm-hmm. and you can see every blade of grass. Oh Jesus! Like not when you're doing like crawling yeah. through Gillies in the Mist or whatever. Yeah, it's so much. Gillies in the Mist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't uh, know what that is? Gillies no, I'm in the joking. Mist? Oh, okay. Like gorillas in the mist. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> anywho, I I I I'm enjoying the game. It's way different and it's kind of it's tough. It's a little hard even on like easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it's definitely way different. But the space thing is kind of neat, but whatever. And John, you know, I don't care, but the guy who played Jon Snow was in it. He's, oh, he's yeah. the bad guy. And like I said, the main reason I didn't buy it, because I'm mostly going to be playing multiplayer, is everybody yeah, yeah, said yeah, that yeah. the level design was absolutely... I never, it was some of the worst. Even They compared the level design a lot to Ghost. That was so terrible. I was like, okay, that's that's terrible then. Because <laughs> yeah. right, um, I like the wall running. Um, make, make it quick. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. Anyway, so obviously, yeah, like Grim said, we had our D&D session. I had a lot of fun with that, actually, uh, with my character yeah, was a week. pretty that was a pretty good one it was a good comeback for like the dead zone since it had been a, a couple weeks yeah yeah so it was yeah it was fairly interesting um but i've since i've been on vacation i've been just steady 3d printing stuff <laughs> like my 3d printer has been just running like over like night to day like obviously slot prints take like 10 hours 15 hours yeah. uh you so. can't see it from this angle but there's a a there is a the 3D wall. printed QR code on our wall <laughs> that links to youtube.com slash tech media. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. So I've been just messing around, figuring out how to do multicolored prints, all that stuff. Uh, building and pillars, learning actually how to operate CAD software. So, uh, so I can start designing my own controllers personally, instead of using other people's uh, uh, SDL files. Uh, so yeah. And there's a lot we're going to do with like, <laughs> I want to actually say uh, with it. So, I yeah. think with the, the whole my idea for like the, the, the TV thing for this display, yeah. we should definitely make a video of it. Oh yeah, we could make a little TV. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, maybe even a video about the, the the logo you're gonna make for the wall. Yeah, that'd be really short though. We could do like a short. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. <laughs> I think it'd be neat. yeah, it'd be a super short video. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, that's what I mostly have been doing. Um, but. That being said, though, let's get into our first topic. So, okay. So, Razer. Topical load. So, Razer is bringing the world's first HD haptic feedback gaming cushion to CES uh, 2024. So, gaming chair chair cushion. Yeah, anyway. It's a cushion for a gaming chair. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, you've seen these cushions people before. 
You know what they look like. They sell them during the holidays at like every retail store. <laughs> a massage uh, thing? Yeah. They, they, you know what these things look like. I don't need to really describe them. They're everywhere. Um, they've been around. These kind of things have been around since the early 90s. Companies have been making different variants of them. This is the first, though, HD haptic feedback, which is the current state of haptic feedbacks, which are very precise. It should come with a chest one, too. Oh, I remember the. So you the, feel I the remember, front and the back. Yeah, that, the chest ones that used to be able to strap on had just speakers in them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was like, that was their feedback. Yeah. Uh, it's the beginning. Yeah, we're getting there. Like, there's been like experimental ones, like at CES prior to this, uh, where they've had gloves where you could actually feel water and everything else like that. Feel water. I don't know. Well, how that would what's work. interesting about that? Do you know humans can't actually feel wet? Okay, I'm a, I'm a duck, we're, I guess. We're one of the species on this planet that actually can't feel wetness. We don't actually have the ability to. So what do we feel? You feel temperature. Oh, other other creatures on this planet can actually feel if something's wet. So what we feel is temperature. What we think we feel is wet. It's not. It's temperature. That's weird. It's really strange. I was reading. A whole, I was watching this whole guy. This uh. Uh, what do you call it? Brain scientist, neuroscientist uh, talking about it. And I was like, holy shit, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, we have no receptors for it. Hmm. I was like, wow. The only problem with this, this <clears throat> haptic thing is if you're playing a game and you're getting shot in the back, you are be it, you are terrible. <laughs> like, because uh, there's no front. So you're going to be like, run, you're running from everybody? <laughs> if, if, say, you're playing a shooter or something like that. Well, or a I, fighter, you're getting hit in the back the whole time. I guess, but you would feel like vibrations. You'd feel... You'd probably feel if they had it like tuned in right, the walking of what you're stepping on. Um, if like they did it right, for instance, like you can feel it in your back if you step on gravel compared to concrete. You can feel like the vibration difference. I don't think, well, I don't think it's going to be that accurate. Who knows? But it's not at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think if they could make like if like that seat with, with a chest thing, that'd be. Well, awesome. I, the reason why I say I think they'll be that accurate, like, for instance, like, when the Switch controllers first came out, like, the all the tech demo-ish games that came out was super impressive. Like, I've never played one of them. Oh, like, <laughs> one's, like, you're pouring, like, ice or something. One, two, Switch a, or whatever that yeah, failed miserably. Yeah. You're pouring, like, ice in a cup or something like that with one of the things. It feels like the controller's filled with ice. It's really huh. weird. Yeah. It's really well, like, there's a lot of potential for there that's not really being used. Um, and if these, and that's HD feedback, HD uh, haptics, if like I'm saying, if you're playing this, you should be able to feel like stepping on different environments, stuff like that. So they also, I hate that. So they also came out with a, go away, some kind of USB dock. But Fine, I will, prick. <laughs> anyway. All these freaking pop-ups. Uh this weird USB dock. It's nothing special. It's a, it's a dock. But for $119, dude, I, I bought one for like $20. It's got HDMI, <laughs> USB-C charging, you know? Okay, yes. But no, no, that's very true. Like, there's a ton of docks out there, but they are, the insides are very different. Oh, uh, I'm sure. But like, uh, like a lot of the fairly expensive ones, like have Thunderbolt in them. Uh, and like the halfway decent ones actually have gigabit internet. Uh, able to pass through. Oh, so okay. yeah, 4K um, 60. Mine does. I mine might do only 4K 30. Yeah. So there still. are different variants um, and speeds and stuff like that uh, for USB controllers stuff like that. There's a lot of different variants within these sites. And they things. also came out with a a cool light bar, but still 130. dollars It's, it's a freaking light bar, people. Yeah, it's an RGB light bar. Ooh. It but, worked uh, with Synopsis. 
but it's, it's so expensive. Like so it's stupid, just ridiculous. <laughs> but they, they have their own, what do you call it, thing where you know, like uh, Elgato has all their lights that connect to everything. I know synopsis. No, no, no. It's not Razor synopsis. Synops- no, it's not. It's called something else. Oh, um, hypersense matter. Yeah. It's called matter. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, and uh, they have a bunch of like little light. Things yeah. you can put around the room, which is kind of—I don't know—they're not cool looking, and they have some RGB lights, LED strips, or whatever. But it's—it's it's really nothing. I mean, that's—I mean, I'm that I'm not going to dig on that stuff completely because I find it interesting. I don't find it interesting for that price point, but I'm also not the average consumer. I'm the person that's going to go ahead and make it myself and program it. Like, so, I, that, I, so I'm not the average consumer. Yeah, but like, still. I wouldn't mind a light bar above the monitor. That's kind of nice, but I don't need a hundred thirty dollar light bar. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Steam changes its stance on AI-generated content in games. Um, so the uh, oh yeah, so Valve updates rules on AI content. Steam uh, regarding developers uh, disclose uh, use of pre-generated AI content and implement uh, guardrails to prevent illegal content. Uh, players can now report illegal live-generated AI directly through Steam in-game overlay. Uh, Valve currently prohibits adult-only uh, sexual content created with live-generated AI. Um, and this is just in general, and they're mostly adhering to copyright laws. Like, for instance, like we know from... And I think that the video game one is still going on, um, and people could still strike. Because um, right now, a lot of people don't realize the video game industry is bigger than the movie industry. Yeah. Um, and especially the, now, and the voice actors are planning on possibly striking, um, because of the voice acting content. Um, and they've already ruled; they haven't completely ruled on the voice acting thing yet, but they've ruled on for AI generated content. Most judges have already ruled if it's AI generated, you can't copyright it, which means you can make it all you want. It's just that somebody else can go ahead and use your content, and you can't sue them for it. Mm. Um, uh, which is understandable. And it comes down to, which I think it's perfectly fine. I don't see anybody, I don't see why anybody would get mad about that unless you're just a really lazy, lazy programmer. Mm. Um, and the same thing with like artists, like, like obviously I have, I've, I follow a ton of artists and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and this discussion is essentially since AI generated art has been around uh, for a little while now. And that topic has been brought up over and over again. People talk about it. And the main thing people like most artists that have some sensibility have come to the terms like, yes, this is a tool. Like AI generation is a tool. Dolly is a tool. It's an amazing tool you can mm. use. Um, you can use that to enhance your art, but don't let it be your art. And that's the same thing with this. Let like, and that's the thing that was Steam's trying to get. Like Steam is not going to go after you if you're just like, if you're using it as a tool. Mm-hmm. But if you're just making content with AI, plastering it on Steam and saying, hey, pay 12 bucks for my game. They don't want that. They want you to use AI as a tool, make your game, use AI to enhance, like, to prototype or make the base of your game. And then you make your game from there. And then you, like, it's not going to look like, there you have a foundation you can matters. build off of. Um, so that you actually have it actually speeds up especially for like small indie developers that only have like two or three people that cuts their, hold, that, hold, on, girl, hold on hold people, on hold on so that makes that cuts their time in half for programming and uh modeling and prototyping 
it cuts their time in half. Now they have models, prototypes they can start using to build off of. So now they're halfway down the process and actually can start the programming, can start 3D modeling off a base they already have that's like pretty foundation secure. Okay. So, I mean, that's so they're not going to go after you if you are a real developer. But if you're just generating art and just plastering it on Steam, you're a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. Grim? All right. So, um, yeah, that's wrong. Um, none of this matters because that the industry is going to keep going that way. Number two, and I can show you some websites that I've gone to where people generate stuff like D&D maps and D&D art using AI, and they are a million times better than me because the actual figuring out of how you write the prompts is an art form in itself. <clears throat> These people get so detailed in their prompts that they are paragraphs so big that they're like 700 words and then you hit the button and you get the best map I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. So don't tell me that they're lazy or not talented, dude. It's the same level of lazy... The, there's levels of it. Just like when you go to like an EA game and it's lazy development and lazy bullshit. And then you go to a Naughty Dog game and it's amazing. They're just levels of skill that are being used, and there are lazy people that are abusing it, and there are talented people who are not. Well, that's what he was saying. No, that's what I was saying. No, so, because no. what he no, because these he's what he's trying to say is Valve's like, well, if you generate a little here and there, but what if there's a really, really talented person at manipulating the AI who generates all the art for his game using that AI, but it comes out looking effing amazing? No. Should he be? Should no. he be unallowed to use I, all that? No, shit? I think you missed. them lazy. No, no, I think you missed my point. He's talking about so, so there's people that are putting out games, AI games that are like bloatware. Oh yeah, you know, like bloatware. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there are people putting out regular games that are bloatware that are allowed on Steam. I can go on there now and search porn games and find a hundred <laughs> lazy ass porn games. Which were probably on there. made by AI. No, no, no. But like, I think Grim, you missed my point. Like, for instance, I've been sending you like AI tools lately for D and D. Um, I found this out from people I watch that make content for D&D. They use those tools to build a base and then they ha their process is halfway done. And now they can go ahead and add their expertise into building maps, but they already but have a foundation. And the maps come out incredible. There are people who don't even do that. That's the point. There are people who literally build the entire map with it, but are so good at the, at the prompt and they write like a story to the fucking prompt and you get an amazing map back that they don't edit at all. I don't know. And I've... you're throwing them aside because it's not, it, dude. This is this is the world, okay? A hundred years ago, people would tell you that, like, not even hundred years ago, like fifty years ago, people would be like, "Yeah, I don't think audiobooks should exist because they're fucking lazy if they're not reading my book." <laughs> Guess what? The times move forward, dude. Yeah, yeah. These people have to get on board. In ten years, whether whether these people like it or not, there's going to be AI generated stuff. What you're gonna have to do is adapt as as a creator to learn how to use the tools to do it. It's the same thing with like anime now using um uh, computerized like shading to fill in their stuff. Mm. Would you say that the people that do D Demon Slayer are lazy because they use computer to color all their shit? Um. When it's the best looking anime on the market by far? <laughs> like it's just a ridiculous argument. I understand what you're saying, but it's an argument from people who are now worried that their job is on the line and they don't want to they don't want to like adjust they just want to bitch and tell people they can't do it and that happens every generation when stuff moves forward it's just the oh, yeah. reality Nate's, of the Nate's world they've been saying that for years well yeah that's yeah but i but i have not found you can if because i've been watching it for a while you can tell the stuff that people just generated and then generated and then enhance after the fact like you can see the difference dude like i said i i i have 
links to sites that I go to where I see prompts and I buy maps and stuff and I buy prompts that are absolutely phenomenal and you wouldn't know they were AI generated. Hmm. And they're not touched up. It's just because, and I know this for yeah, myself. How, how, do you every know, now how, do, and then, how do you know though? Because I've done it myself every now and then. Every now and then I get lucky with a prompt and I get something super fucking cool looking that doesn't look like AI at all. And I'm like, wow. The problem is I can't fit that into like, it's usually something because the D&D maps are much harder, but it's usually like an artwork picture that I could put on a tooltip, but I can't build a map out of so people don't notice it as easily. Yeah. Well, for instance, like people post stuff on like the Dolly website, the Mid Journey website. Um, and I've watched people do this because you can see where people have hands because they're really good stuff. You can look at it and go, holy crap, it's incredible. They'll write down all their prompts of what they put in. You go ahead and do that. You're not going to get something as good because they took that after the fact and then fixed it. No, because because they kept adjusting what they were typing in the prompt. No, but they got it just no, right. But, but, and they messed with all the see. This is what I'm talking about. It, 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 your level of ignorance on this is astounding. There's an entire list of mid-journey things other than the prompts that you have to make adjustments to. So like, oh like the, so you have like, they're like, well, they're, they're not just making maps either. They're no, using no, no, but other Grim, I know you don't, I've been, I've been messing with AI stuff since it first came. I know what you're talking about. Um, but they'll, in the actual forms, the guy, the people will list every single prompt, all the parameters they put in, everything they put in it. If people want to try to recreate it, you go ahead and do that. You're not going to get the same result because you'll see they went and actually took that photo after the fact and actually added to it because they made it their own. Telling you right now. That is not what's happening with 90% of this stuff, dude. I'm telling you, it is. Dude, I have generated <laughs> more pictures since I started doing D&D than you have seen in your entire life. You would fucking shit at <laughs> the amount of stuff I've generated, dude. But they're not just generating pictures. They're 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 using other kind of AI oh, stuff, Oh, yeah, they're right? all kinds of like, stuff, yeah. That, yes. that makes assets and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mother. Um, you can have um, You can have ChatGPT build you assets for games. Um, the reality is in a year or two, the AI is going to push past this bullshit and the people are just going to have to learn to adjust. Like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but you have to learn to adjust or else you're just going to be totally gonna have to... You cannot regulate this stuff. It's going to keep yeah. coming and it's going to keep getting better. They got to go to game school again. <laughs> well, no, but like, like I yeah, said, like most... learn a new way to do it. No, no but like language. I said, most judges have already ruled in the fact that you, they're not allowing any AI-generated to be copyrighted. Up, it none over... of that will hold up. It will. It will all. The, all of that will change as money starts getting behind it. And it's that simple. Like you said, they can't even tell. Some people won't even know. Like a lot of these judges don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah. Well, no, it, it will, they're not going to. They are they are rulings that won't matter in five years when AI is everywhere. Mm. That's all That's CES is saying. about this year. Yeah, yeah, CES, yeah. AI, AI, AI. Oh, yeah, it's AI. all about AI. It's all like, AI. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Matt Pat. Oh, where the hell did I go? It's not what just that? a theory. It's a game theory. Yeah, so obviously Matt Pat has announced he's he's uh, he's handing the channel off to people he's been working with for like the last three years uh, of how he does his channel, and they're going to be taking over the channel, um, uh, completely because he basically says, well, he's he's burnt out. He's burnt out, and he wants to spend time with his family, and blah blah. 
That shit pisses me off. Okay. Why? Like I understand he's been doing this for years and stuff, but he's never worked worked a, a, a hard job. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like us. Uh, man, you know, I just don't want uh, to work for a living anymore. It's I've worked my ass off. I, I'm burnt out. Yeah, I've been burnt out for like 15 years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Like, they um, don't, they, these people don't know what work is except for sitting behind a computer, you know? It's just, ugh. <laughs> like, no, I understand. I, like, I, I love I know the most With most of that, no, I, I know. will tell you, dude, <clears throat> that this stuff can grind on you. Oh, yeah. Uh, again, go back to my D&D stuff. I spent, I spent like nine months building stuff nonstop, and then I took two weeks off during Christmas, mm-hmm. and I felt like refreshed and all new ideas because <laughs> of how much time I spent doing it before. Like yeah. this shit can drag you down because it's monotonous. Well, yeah, but like he's retired. The guy's do. like twenty six years old. No, I'm not defending him. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, to a degree, you have to understand this shit can be very monotonous. Oh, yeah. Well, and I know. Especially if you're doing it a lot. Like, if you're doing, like, you're not doing editing, okay? <laughs> yeah, editing is. If oh. you, that's what I'm saying. But if you were doing stuff, like, I'm not talking about the people that just play the games, but, like, mm. for example, the, it's a Gundam. That guy edits his own videos every day. And he oh, puts yeah, up yeah, like yeah. a video every day. That would be monotonous and draining. Yeah. MatPat's Gold, videos are very in depth. Asmund Gold mm. would not be very monotonous because mm. he literally just streams him talking shit and playing video games all day. <laughs> yeah. And but then Matt, he has a he has a guy cut them into things. But mm. Matt Pat he also so he started off okay. Um, for he created a business. Well, know, yeah, he company, created a bunch. Yeah. But he all well now the last three years he's been working with other companies. But it was just him and like two other people. Yeah, he yeah, never. Yeah. Like, no, I understand. But like, for like, Linus Tech Tips slowly kept on adding people over the yeah, years yeah, yeah. to where they have like a huge staff now. Yeah. Um, like where, PewDiePie has one guy do edit his videos. Uh, that, that's who he does. Yeah, but he, he video, doesn't edit his videos. His videos are so basic, though. They're so, so basic and so stupid. Still get millions of views. Anyway, but yeah, but, no, but like he never ramped up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Matt Pat took the. Like direction of like Alliance Tech Tips, how they built their channel. Mm-hmm. Just keep on adding people, do the research, do this, do that. Have other people do the other. He wouldn't have got his burnt out. No, because he would have actually been like, okay, I work. Because that's eventually what Linus did. Mm-hmm. He works. You know what I mean from eight to five every day, and yeah. that's like there's no overtime. It's that's it. That's what you're doing. This kid, this guy's um, got like eighteen point five million uh, subscribers on but, YouTube. Too. But I can tell, like I used to follow Matt all the time. He used to. Oh yeah. He'd put in the hours. He'd get up in oh, the yeah. morning and start researching videos, and then shooting videos in the afternoon and he wouldn't stop till like midnight and then go to bed and do the same thing again and his whole day was just making a video every single day because it was only him and like two other people just getting burnt out oh yeah but i want him to go you know chop wood oh yeah (laughs) yeah no i know but like like, physical like physical chop wood i've chopped wood before (laughs) yeah but you're not right now shit not, not now Oh, man. I, I, I have propane and propane accessories, but no. <laughs> and, but there has been like so. It's not just Matt Pat though. Uh, there was oh, I, can't, yeah. I can't remember all the other YouTubers. There's like five or six YouTubers in the last week that are quitting. Really? That are quitting. I think it might be more than that. Wow. That are quitting. Yeah. But what are they gonna do? Yeah, it's it's because if you want to know what the problem is, it's simply because YouTube keeps adjusting the algorithm. Oh yeah, so a lot of it's because of YouTube in general. Over yeah. and because they keep taking more and more money. Because YouTube is a disgusting place. Yeah. Fill, filled with censorship and bullshit. Yeah, it's getting bad. Yeah. It's turning into TV. 
Um, a lot of people have obviously gotten job opportunities, stuff like that, from being exposed on YouTube and everything else like that. So they're leaving. Um, even like I was saying, we were talking about like the eight bit guy, like last week. Uh, even eight bit guy uh, said his revenue in general from at his peak is down forty percent. And his views haven't really changed that much. Captain Sparkle, so, so I remember him. Um, I don't but, know who any of these people are. Tom Scott. Tom Scott was he does a lot of like um, he'll do go to places and like factories stuff like that. He'll do a lot of interesting things on interesting science topic and stuff. Uh, I used to watch him a lot. The thing that makes him. me real mad is that the people that actually do quality content are the ones that suffer from this algorithm bullshit. Well, they're the like, ones that are leaving. Dude, what? They're the ones that are leaving. <laughs> No, because these guys these guys don't make real quality content. They make entertaining stuff, but I'm talking about like the dude from History Traveler that travels all over the world to interview like World War II vets and like Iraq War vets and walk battlefields and mm. talk about history and teach people <clears throat> stuff. Like well, the dude went to Normandy Normandy and walked the beaches of Normandy and well, talked about and it educated people. Well and no, that's this guy's what, probably struggling because of YouTube's bullshit. Well no, that's like the guy we were talking about, Tom Scott. He goes around the world, different like science laboratories yeah, in different like countries and stuff. No, um I've never heard of any of these people. Oh. Seth Everman, Captain Sp I've heard of Captain Sparkles. Meat Canyon, Stampy Longhead. I don't know who that is. <laughs> no, Meat Canyon? Meat Canyon. <laughs> no, I don't want to meet Ken. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, a lot of people are leaving. Um, but a lot of people have made a good amount of money, and then they're like, you know what? I can bank on this. I can run investments and just live off. Well, that's what I'm saying. Life. Like, what, what, what did he say? What he wants to do? Like he said, he's got things he wants to do. I, he does. He's not going to really do. He's mostly just going to spend time with family and stuff for I the think, rest of his life. I think he's gonna, <laughs> like. I think I. He does. Well, he's, he's the CEO of his company, so he's got to still get money. I think he's going to over still. I think he's not going to be there, but I think he's still going to oversee it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. So I think that's what it is. Um, but that's fine. Um, 13 yeah. years. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About 20 Tom Scott's years. only been doing it since 2014. That's what, nine years? Yeah. So. Well, 10 years now. So. Depending yeah. on when he started. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah. But his channel like blew up really fast though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. I I always watched Matt Pat for the Five Nights at Freddy's stuff. It was good. Oh, his, yeah. his theory and he was right. You know he he has a cameo in that movie. He does. Yeah. Oh, I he didn't has know a that. cameo in that movie. I heard the movie was terrible. I didn't watch it. Oh, I didn't watch it. So terrible. I I kind of like how they he had a cameo. All right. So former FPS pros say fi the finals is too much for the Call of Duty brain. I didn't play the finals, and I've been wa I wanted to. I've, I've been wanting to. It's free to play, and it's out now. Okay, I might check it out. <laughs> um, and it, it's got a AI version of Tim Critzgrow or whatever that was. Oh name. yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah, it doesn't say who the who the hell was this guy. As Lodo reports, Twitch streamer and former oh, pro CS your guy Go player Michael Sh oh Shroud. Shroud no shit yeah oh he used yeah. to be the that sniper right. In no, no. Oh wait, no. That's no. That's Stadi. Oh, okay. No, Stadi is holy shit. He's incredible. Uh, Shroud is just Shroud. Yeah, okay. Shroud is you, a good. You used to talk about Shroud all the time. No, I used to watch Shroud. Shroud's a really good player. Um, but the guy I watch the most, I haven't watched him in a while. Is Stadi. All right. Um. And not, the name. So basically, people have a hard time understanding the fact that this isn't a uh, run and gun game. Yeah, you, you gotta collect the money, and that's how you win. The kills mm. don't 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 win the game. Well, the, the the problem the problem is, and this is a general problem with shooters overall. 
the reason why nobody, none of the games can beat Call of Duty as the number one shooter mm. is because Call of Duty, as a shooter, has dumbed it down to the simplest level so that anybody can play it. All these other games are trying to improve. And because they're trying to do something a little more complex, that means you immediately lose a chunk of fan base because you keep losing the people who are too dumb and too bad to play anything more difficult. Mm. If someone wants to beat Call of Duty, they have to find a way to distill Call of Duty into an even dumber form while mm. having it play as smooth. And then people, because that's how it works. Games go in reverse. It The masses, it's the same thing with movies and stuff. Like a very complicated TV show leaves people behind because there are people who are too dumb to keep up that's yeah. how that's how video games work yeah that's why like like and i'm not saying that like skill based but that's why rp rpg players get don't care for stuff like call of duty is because they don't challenge their thinking at all in call of duty yeah it doesn't well, get your mind going a lot of its culture too like for instance rpgs are big in japan fps's are more popular in america uh, where in Japan, they're taught from a younger age more patience. And uh, yeah. there's more, you give more time to something, there's bigger reward. That's taught in their culture. We don't teach that. But we it, teach instant gratification. But <laughs> in, in general, general like, for me, when I'm playing our, uh, F, you know, first person shooters, I am thinking, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go this way and do this and this way and do this. When I play an RPG, I'm like, I'm going to go that way. Oh, I'll go the other direction now. Yeah, but it, that that also comes back to my argument I've always given you before. With, like, nothing in Call of Duty has a consequence because everything's so rapid. Mm. That's part of the dumbing it down. You don't have to think about fucking up because well, fucking I'm up not means just, I'm not just a talking, quarter of a second. I'm not just talking Call of Duty, though. I'm, I'm, I'm just, like, shooters well, or third person more, anyway. Like, I just don't like RPGs because they're slow. I'll, I'll give you an example. Call of Duty people hate Apex. Why do they hate Apex? Well, because it usually takes roughly a second or two more to kill a target than in Call of Duty. Oh, yeah, and that immediately that immediately means you have to be 100 times better. Because now you don't just have to put the gun on them for a quarter of a second. Mm. You have to keep the gun on them for most of your clip. And if you miss a little bit of that clip, you have to reload. Yes. But in Call of Duty, you blow half a clip not hitting someone, you can still down them with two more bullets. Hmm. And that makes it incredibly, it immediately makes it harder, which immediately cuts out the, the scrub who's like, I'm going to pray and spray in Call of Duty, but still get kills left and right. Yeah, that's true. No. It, it's it's just dumbing down the audience. But for me, like I, I always say, is I'm more, you know, I have more fun with the campaign than the, the oh, multiplayer anyway. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. This isn't a rag on you, dude. Mm -hmm. Don't take it like that. It, the, the point no, is... <laughs> it's just, like I said, the dumber your game, the easier it is to get people into it and keep playing it mm. because they don't have to learn a lot. That's why World of Warcraft has been dumbed down so much because they wanted to get the casuals, but now the casuals are gone and all the hardcores are like, I'm not playing retail. It's too stupid. Well, that's another issue when I, what I have with like some games. Like I'm like, oh man, I, w I really want to start trying this game. But I know that uh, I got to spend an hour just playing the intro, you know? And I'm like, I don't have that kind of time. I just want to yeah, jump into a game. Because you're it. not the idiot who needs that well, shit. And that's like my argument why Elden Ring is such a good open world RPG. Because it doesn't tell you anything. Oh, I'm not talking about that. I just mean you you got a lot a long way to go when you to start the game. I just yeah. want to jump into a game and play it. Well, 
Yeah. Elden Ring Rather is that kind of game. Three hours on the prologue, you know. No, I know. Elden <laughs> Ring is that kind of game. Where the other RPG, like I, I do not want to play. Elden oh, I don't like those those hard games. I like to progress in a game. I don't want to fight for months well, see, to get through it. it. I, I don't like. I don't like a challenge. I just want to play the game and I play the story. This game, but I'd like to point out, and that's that fucking boring. You know, it's Elden like, Ring is. I get pissed. Game. Elden Ring is the ultimate game of progression because every time you play. Even if you don't get anywhere, you should, if you have any kind of like retention whatsoever, progress. So yeah. if you walk out the door and get killed by the very first creature, it may be only an increment, but you should immediately at the very least understand that that creature can kill you in one hit. Then the next time you go in, you dodge a few rounds. Now you've understood an attack pattern. Like that's what then, Elden Ring is all about. Give, about. give me an Elden Ring shooter. Um, what was that game that came out? Yeah, That's... it's called Call of Duty, dude. Oh, no, 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 fire no. Twice and kill <laughs> no, there was another game that was a first-person shooter, like uh, uh, friggin', uh, mostly like it was mostly linear uh game that came out. What the hell? Uh, that came out last year. What the hell's the name of the game? I can see the cover in my face. <laughs> um, but that was like the Dark Souls, like first-person shooter. Yeah. Um, it was really well done. Was it a horror game? It was some horror in it. Yeah. No. I just want a fucking <laughs> police drama shooting fucking game. Uh, like, I don't I don't <laughs> like the swords and fucking sh magic and shit. I want a futuristic or current time period game that you, know, you play. You because you mentioned horror. And just a side note for something funny and cool I came up with. Mm -hmm. If I ever get the chance to play a campaign where I'm not the DM. I'm going to play a creature that has spider legs on his back, right? Mm -hmm. He's a bard. He doesn't carry an instrument. Instead, he weaves out the out his um webbing across his things, and he plays that to play his music. That's neat. So his spider legs have all the webbing attached to it, and that's how he plays his music. Yeah. Sorry, third per <laughs> the, the, the game thing was a third-person shooter, but you're still shooting. Uh, Remnant 2. Remnant 2? Remnant. I didn't know they made a second one. Yeah. No, yeah, that game I was terrible, though. No, I, everybody I know. No, that game was terrible. Everybody <laughs> I know at work was like, "Dude, you have to buy it. It's it's incredible. It's like, like." All right, so. we got twelve minutes to talk hey, about hey, this. One second, one second. Last one second. We don't have to spend twelve. We can go a little bit over. User okay. score six point nine. Yeah, it's not good. It's not <laughs> bad. Yeah. Yeah. For six, yes, it is. Yeah, but I yeah, but I don't like going by. I go by people I talk to every day that I trust that have good opinions. Dude, <laughs> do you know people that tell you? Uh, a return what do you call it the last jedi is a good movie <laughs> so your opinions really don't matter in this situation um so let's get into <laughs> so um during the 90s like late 80s we there was only two really two main councils that were around uh because atari was out of the game because they didn't take their opportunity to make the nintendo for the north american market and they lost that opportunity and the nes came out in the north american market along with the sega master system uh and the sega genesis um and yeah and we got what we known as the council wars um which are very different compared to nowadays uh one thing so i put up a bunch of com random commercials i found i was watching a bunch of these commercials one thing, i watch a lot of japanese rpg commercials from japan oh yeah the, I, those, I, I find myself doing that because that shit's fun um one thing i noticed is that nintendo never dug at genesis it was always genesis digging at nintendo 
That's because Genesis well, does what Nintendo don't, motherfucker. <laughs> no, it, it's because it's because like when you're below, you have to try and pull them down. When you're trying to get ahead, you yeah. have to pull down your competition. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, that's yeah, why. Yeah. That's why there's just like always politics. like. <laughs> yeah, it's just the way it is. It's not. I'm not saying it's a negative, but that's mm. why they did it. That's why you see so many. Um, uh, paid shills on on Twitter for Xbox shitting all over everything that happens with Sony. It's because you oh, got to yeah, try yeah. and drag them down to your level because that will make you look like you're on their level. And like the one thing I also noticed is like a lot of themes of these things with Nintendo. I noticed a lot of themes that called back to like like wow, that was really cool. like <laughs> I would say younger teen like movies from the 80s and stuff. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of that like very wholesome kind of like thing quirkiness but wholesome. Uh Sega was like let's make commercials that are Sega! dirty like <laughs> like you know what I mean Go! Like, more to like what the <laughs> like kind of what the counterculture at the time was tuning into. Mm-hmm. Um and you could it's neat watching that progression like what they were pulling people because they were like oh if we focus on this, these people that are, don't like the mainstream are going to be like, oh, I'm going to get that system. And it's just neat to see the themes they tried to pull in. Um, but it wasn't like nowadays. Like nowadays, there's no commercials for like, I don't think. I've, I don't think I've ever seen a commercial for like an Xbox Series X or like okay. Nintendo. Or, or I've seen played Nintendo Switches. But when it first came out, you don't see any too many new ones. Uh, but you don't see any really commercials for PS5 either. You don't yeah. need commercials when you have terrible trash zealots on Twitter doing all the advertising for you. Well, well, I think most of the advertising is on like YouTube and stuff. Well, no, but like I don't want to get into that debate. Yes, but, but on YouTube, it's it's again, it's terrible trash shills being paid oh. to lie to you about products. Oh right, yeah, but I don't want to get into the semantics of that. Uh, what I want to get into though with that is the versus like how that affected us back when we were younger like yeah i mean growing up like these commercials i didn't notice like i i thought it was the the, i thought like the crash bandicoot shit was funny oh that that was when playstation was first coming out on sega but i didn't notice any of that shit because i didn't care i just liked playing playing games i owned every system back then yeah and the only reason why i don't own every system now is because i've come become wise enough to understand and because the industry has changed i know i don't need an xbox that's why i don't own one Mm -hmm. but back then i knew i needed a sega if i wanted to play like fantasy star yeah Yeah. well like back so that's one thing that was very different nowadays most games come out on everything yeah okay well again you say you're right most games on a technicality do but the reason why people own a playstation and a switch is because you usually cannot get their games from them on anything else and at the very least it's not for like a year yeah well no and that like back in the day i know a tons of people like when growing up like we all had a sega genesis and a super nintendo everybody did Mm -hmm. um and the debate like what one's better it was just something goofy like you did like just busting people's balls well the problem <laughs> like, is the, and it was debate, just it was just fun the problem with that is that the debate about which one was better always mm-hmm. had this like ridiculous hint of delusion from the from the uh sega fanboys because they'd be like yeah well sonic is just as good as mario no no it's not <laughs> it was a very it, different it game I, I liked I, both of them a lot I, I i played sonic it was okay but dude you cannot put sonic like on 
Genesis up against Mario World. You can't do it. <laughs> no, all three no. of those Sonic games put together isn't good as good as Mario World. No, no, it's like fair. so when you get in these when you got into these arguments with people, like for example, Eric Pity, mm-hmm. who had a Sega, he would always be like, Sega's got the Tony Daytona USA. That game's amazing. No, that it's was way better than everything. I'm like, dude, have you played Grand Th- Grand Turismo? Well, he was the only one who I think we knew who had nobody I knew bought a Saturn, but he got a Saturn. Like yeah. the thing was like that was probably one of the most failed systems from Sega. Yeah, um, and he used to be like he used to talk about how um how amazing like again Daytona USA is the best racing game ever, and I'm like, have you played Grand Turismo? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. then shut up. Like when people tell me Daytona is the best racing game ever, I want to slap them in the face. Not because I think Gran Turismo is the best ever, but Daytona was literally bare bones compared to some of the racers that came out. Yeah, but Daytona came out way earlier. Daytona came out as a launch title on Sega. Yeah. But you know what earlier. was ju- you know what else was a launch title and better? Ridge Racer. Oh yeah, yeah, it was way better. And Ridge Racer okay. was way better. Yeah, it was way, way better. Mm-hmm. The reason they it's like, like they, it's the like reason they like Daytona because it was an arcade game. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not a fan of driving in a circle. Virtual Fighter was a launch <laughs> title on the Sega Saturn. Virtual Fighter mm-hmm. one or two, right? Uh, Virtual Fighter comes one. Out, and it, again, you get that argument, man. Virtual Fighter is so amazing; it's way better than everything else. Have you played Tekken? <laughs> <laughs> no, then shut up. Yeah, Virtual Fighter. I played both. After Tekken came out, Virtual Fighter did some. Had to do some homework to catch up. Actually, even in the arcade, uh, dude. It, the problem with Virtual Fighter is it never got rid of that floaty feel. Even the fourth and fifth editions on like newer consoles still had that annoying floaty feel to the combat. Yeah, they did. And I'm I don't sh- like floating when I'm kicking someone in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they still kept on doing that. They never stopped until the end. But hey, um, well, Tekken yeah, came out a year later. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the 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 you forget that the the PlayStation came out a year later too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Virtual Fighter came so, out in ninety three. It was a launch title, and the the Saturn was a launch title. Mm-hmm. So you could say, oh, well, Tekken had another year, but I would guess that Tekken didn't go into full production any sooner than than uh, Virtual Fighter. I would expect that they both had the same amount of time being ported and developed for the systems. Yeah. Because of the way development works mm-hmm. in that time frame. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's, like, it's weird because the both these, I never considered, like, there was, like, it was fun, like, the whole, like, which one's better, but I had both, so I didn't give a shit. But it was fun to see it. Like, you could see different limitations. Like, for instance, like, we're eventually going, we're going to be shooting a Game Smash episode where we're going to be comparing, like, the Aladdin version and, like, the NES, SNES version. Mm-hmm. And you can see, like, what they were doing. Like, I was saying, one's going more to the counterculture, the, the like, the more gritty side, which is, like, the Aladdin one on Sega mm-hmm. has blood and stuff like that. Yeah. Where the one on SNES was more, like, it's more of a Disney game. It's a true Disney game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So, but, yeah. Um, you can see those. That's because that that was the real difference. Like I'll give Sega credit on that. That was when there was a, a real difference in the situation, being able to have those more adult games. Yeah, like before, Eternal, like was before it? Eternal Heroes uh, or something. That fighting game we played a lot. I think it was Eternal Heroes. Yeah, but that game was terrible. It was terrible. But Eternal it was Warriors. That game was so bad. <laughs> uh, like all those games trying to imitate Mortal Kombat, and I'm like, Mortal Kombat's not that good. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely had a Super Nintendo before a Sega. But I got the Sega because I wanted to get 
Aladdin. I don't know. That's yeah, my, there my was favorite game. I say you wanted on that. System. I wanted to get Sonic. Uh, I did not want the Lion King. I came with because that game is so fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, I still have Lion King on Super Nintendo. I, I have it somewhere. I still have the yeah. Uh, first Nintendo. It's so hard. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, I'm trying to think what I got on. See, my friend had the, this first Sega. I ended up getting you know, the Genesis two. Oh, you got the smaller model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. had the Genesis, but I, I always thought that the sound was better. Uh, well, it was. It was on, better. It was on the, the original. first Genesis. The it was better on the original. The, yeah. yeah. Well, um, here's the thing: on the Super Nintendo, the sound was way better, but mm. there's something about that metallic sound that mm. made me like it more. Well, it's the Yamaha processor they had in the Sega, is what was doing that. Mm. It just um, it sounded cooler. Yeah. But you could do more. Like there was more. Like I mean, come on. Name one game that has a better soundtrack than Final Fantasy III on the Sega Genesis. Uh, like you can't. No, Be- you can't. But I would say but like Sonic Spinball. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that game was hard too. Sort of Vermillion actually had a pretty good soundtrack. Oh god, I haven't. Pl- dude, don't mention that. Game. <laughs> you, made me, you just made me want to play it. I haven't played that shit forever, dude. That game was hard. <laughs> That's right up there with like Seven Saga. Oh. Seven Saga is actually easier than you think. When you once you realize the game is just meant to be like shut up and grind until your fingers bleed. Oh, now you're fine. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I know, I know. Oh yeah. Once you figure that out, you're like, oh, screw you, game. Screw you hard. <laughs> oh man, that game was yeah. But like no, but like like there is like for instance like soundtracks to games. There is nothing more iconic than the first Streets of Rage game soundtrack. Oh that yeah. Um, yeah, and that Suits, sound that was put the first, out. The second one, dude. The, the second, second one, one is way better. You're getting them mixed up. The second one is the one that's way better, dude. You're getting them mixed up. No, I I, I know what I'm talking about because I have the soundtrack on saved on my computer. The first one's better. I have them all, I have all three. Of them. I'm telling you, dude, you no. are forgetting the second one <laughs> because the second one has all the music from the first one in it plus a bunch of new stuff. No, I know, but they they mixed up a lot of the track. They mixed a lot of the tra- remixed a lot of the tracks, and I like the mixes from the first one better. It's so much better. No, man, I, um. I don't care. It's so much better. <laughs> when you walk out of that first level into the backyard where the fucking where the 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 bartender is, mm. and then the the music hits in that shit. Oh, dude, I should do a Street Rage D and D game. Oh man, that'd be fun. It would have to be not a one shot, but like a five parter or something. Yeah, it had to be a short thing. <laughs> He's so goddamn cool. Your job, boys, is to kill Mr. Big. Oh man. But we got like and then all d- the music would be Street to Rage music. So one of the cool things that happened a lot during that era is because some of the games couldn't be made on both systems. So the companies would it would license it out and they'd make two different games completely based on the but, same content. And it was different people making the games yes, too. Yeah. Like Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time and uh what was the other one? Manhattan the, Project. Manhattan Project. We're both on the same time. Same type of game, but completely different on each system. You're talking about the wrong game, though, because you're not talking about Shadowrun, which was literally okay. But I'm talking about exact. They were so different; it wasn't even funny. Oh yeah, yeah, Shadowrun's very different. But like one, of the, I'm talking about like a big game. A lot of people like Turtles in Time. A lot of people like, and then the other side was like you had the other one, so the Manhattan Project. Yeah, but like, I refuse to admit that that Turtles in Time is bigger they, than so they weren't by, made by, by Konami. Cyberpunk. But they both, by I don't think Shadow they were Run. both made Konami, by Konami. Really? I, I don't think so. Um, I think that I think the Super Nintendo was made by Konami. I don't think the other one was. Um, I don't know if it was made like by Data East or something. 
I mean, I mean, how do you not remember Shadowrun? Midnight Bazinga Eyes was in it. <laughs> oh my god. No, it was uh, Konami. Oh, it was Konami. The Manhattan Project. We'll yeah. Look up uh, Trolls in Time. Um, but yeah, but they were like two very different games. So you could have both systems and buy the game, two different games that were based like around the same thing, but very different games. So it was like getting like two versions of the same game, which was awesome. Dude, imagine asking your mother for that. Can I get Shadowrun? And then she buys it in a week later. Can I get Shadowrun? Didn't I just get that for you? Shit. Go go ask the people that are getting Stanley's for Christmas. Got Stanley's for Christmas. <laughs> got what? Got Stanley's for Christmas. What is Stanley's? Oh man, I don't think he gets this joke. Okay, no. So no, I don't. It's probably reference to something I don't know of. Okay, yeah, no, no. So we did the joke actually on our new video. You're gonna see a joke about the Stanley thing. Uh that's coming out. Uh but uh, so Stanley is a company that's been around for a while. I have like a few Stanleys myself because they keep shit hot forever. Um, that's why I have a few. Uh, because if I bring coffee with me, I want it to stay hot all day. Um, so, but Stanley went and made pink versions. Of like these cups that are made for like camping and hiking and stuff and selling them at like Target and shit and charging like 50 bucks for them and people are raving about them and they're just the same exact thing. So uh, <laughs> just, so, Justin bought one for his girlfriend that's a special celebrity edition for $100. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm like, who's Dude, that? Why do you know people who are brain damaged? Because <laughs> they work for me. <laughs> and he's one of our viewers. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> anyway no but yeah but a lot of people were pissed off because they got a stanley but not a stanley not the not the pink stanley from target they got like a random standard stanley it does the same thing i wanted the blue stanley not this cheap white one people are stupid <laughs> it's yeah yeah no, but I have a big old stand. Like we had in our video, I have it's sixty four ounces. Like you better a, put a, that blooper at it's, the end. It's, it's a half a gallon, so I can hold a half a gallon. I can hold a whole pot of coffee and then some in this thing, which is nice. Yeah, you better put that blooper in the end. Oh yeah, the very yeah yeah. He, the first the first take, he nearly drowned himself and burned himself. It was fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> <He's> like you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are such a. F- Fool, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but the thing I feel is, like I feel like you'd be dead if I didn't like stand around you since we were kids. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I would say the thing is though, like the Super Nintendo and the Sega, like got me really addicted to genres. Mean, like the NES had some okay RPGs. Um, but the Super Nintendo and the Genesis brought it to a whole nother level. The same thing with like uh, 2D fighters. Both those systems brought those to a whole nother level where it became like a very juggernaut genre now. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how I learned how to play fucking Mortal Kombat on the Sega though. Oh, because you've used a non-mode, non- Yeah, yeah three like, Can we just take a minute and point out that the people that pretended that that controller was was good are terrible people. <laughs> are terrible people. <laughs> I, I never even knew there was a Wait, six button. Wait, hold up! Hold up! When I was a kid. Breaking news, Nate, apparently... Apparently, Tekken 8 hired Brian Cox to do a video called The Story So Far, where it covers the story of Tekken. What the hell? I don't know, but I'm going to guess it's hilarious. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's hilarious. Oh, man. Damn. That's too funny. Oh, wait. This is the wrong Brian. Wait, do I have the right Brian Cox? Yeah. We're not talking about the guy. I'm not talking about the guy from... um The old guy? From that... No, from the guy, the guy from that TV show, right? I'm not messing that up, right? 
Brian Cox, he's like he's been in a bunch of like war movies. He was in Braveheart. He was in yes, he's he's got he's got like he's yeah. in uh, Super Troopers. Yeah, he's in the yeah. uh, he's in Succession. Course, for some reason, I was thinking of that other dude, uh, the guy from the Meth TV show, Brian Cranston. Yeah, I got it mixed up, but yeah, oh. that makes it even funnier. Oh yeah, yeah, no, Brian Cox. Oh yeah, no, I remember like I remember we talked about like I did a whole like one of the podcasts I did a whole breakdown of the timeline because the timeline for Tekken is really cool. Like uh, the fact that I don't want to sidetrack us, dude. I know you got stuff to do, and I have to. Go I know, I know. I'm just saying, I know. check this trailer out, dude. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's shit. it's a yeah, but the Tekken the Tekken story is really cool, and it does revolve a lot around like Harangs, like the main good guy, and like. Jin is like the guy that's trying to be like lawfully good, but he ends up causing World War Three. <laughs> and now he's on his track back I to being good. Zynga, just so you know, I stopped five minutes ago. But yeah, I was just it's, breaking. It's a really, it's a really cool, it's a really cool story uh, for right. Tekken. But anyway, no, but yeah, the Sega and the, it was a it was a neat time, and I loved the commercials were fun to see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would love to see in this day and age. They don't do commercials. I don't know. Like, we do ads on, like, Hulu and stuff like that. And Netflix is going to start adding ads. And Prime videos. And I would love to see, like, an Xbox video digging at PlayStation. I, I think that would be hilarious. Yeah. Like, like, like you said, I, I don't think I see that many gaming commercials. No, you don't. Like, I, I know we've seen, like, Switch ones. Yeah. Like, because of the Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, you see that. Wonder. Yeah, Mario Wonder. Well, Nintendo makes a lot of money off their games, and they yeah. know their games are going to sell. That's yeah. the thing people have to understand. Yeah. They know they're going to make money. You do see more Sony ones, too, than you do Xbox. Might that's seen, because when like, Sony... it'll be the show or something like that. And yeah, would... but Sony will also do a trailer for, like, an Uncharted game because they know Uncharted is going to sell, mm. period. Now, I would just love to see, even though, it, like, even back then, like the whole Sega does what Nintendo don't. Like none of it has any facts. Blast processing actually wasn't a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. none of that was a thing. It's all fake. Yeah. Um, but I would love to see like Xbox on the commercial. Like we do what PlayStation can't. <laughs> <laughs> I would love just to see yeah, something the, like the that. Problem, the problem with though Game with nowadays though, <laughs> the problem with nowadays is that they would that would backfire on like like if Sony went out and said we have the best streaming service in the world that would backfire with a lot of xbox people they think no have you seen ours and if microsoft went out of their way to be like we do what sony don't the entire sony fan base would be be like what sell less than a million copies of everything you make <laughs> no i know but like, it's, they it's would not literally get shit on constantly i know but it's not mean to be taken seriously though i know but that's what i'm saying like, <laughs> it causes more negative press when these people run their mouths because it's like you know what it's like? It's like UFC fighters and like Nate is versus like Van- Vandalay Silva. Oh and Nate's like, yo, I'm going to mess him I'll up. I'll just bring a gun. And Vandalay Silva's <laughs> like, I'm not going to dignify this with a conversation because I'm going to break this kid. That's uh, what would happen if Microsoft started running its mouth about to Nintendo or Sony because Nintendo and Sony could literally ignore them and have a bigger effect on them. They, yeah. Like someone could ask, "How do you feel about the attack ads?" And then, like the guys at Nintendo could go, "Oh, we don't notice," and that would be a slam dunk because that would mean Microsoft matters so little they don't notice. Yeah. So they don't do it because it would literally hurt their business to yeah, shit yeah. on the other companies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was. <laughs> you have to be careful with this stuff, dude. Oh, it's man. like being a it's like being a rapper and doing and trying to do a rap battle against someone who is a hundred times better than you, and you go like. 
Ding dong, bing along bong. I'm gonna smack you with my dong. And this other guy's like, I'm gonna, dude, I'm not even gonna dignify you because I'm Eminem and you're like that fat guy that <laughs> fell down the hill the other day. Oh man. <laughs> like you don't you don't screw with people that are better than you. You get made fun of for doing it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's stick in your lane. <laughs> no, I know, but I missed like my thing is though I miss like I know commercials I know exactly like commercials about. like that without people taking it so seriously. Yeah. Well, I mean, gaming has been destroyed, and I'm gonna this thing hates me, so I'm gonna wrap this right around the Xbox. <laughs> Although fanboys exist in every single category, Microsoft is the only one who has been on record saying our goal is to turn our fans into zealots because they will advertise our console for us. And that is a terrible way to raise your fan base because zealots also act like complete assholes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. One of my favorite uh, commercials was the one for Guilty Gear. (laughs) Do you want to know the difference between heaven and hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The actual commercials for Girl Gear are actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dude, yeah. my favorite is the Japanese commercial for um, Fantasy Star 4 because it's like bad cosplay. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, man. Dude, it's great. I, I, I put them on sometimes when I'm getting ready to go to sleep. I'll just turn on like a, a, a group of videos. Oh, that, what was that? Dreamcast guy. Dreamcast guy. Do you don't remember Dreamcast guy dressed in a karate suit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He would like he would like pick a fight with something and yeah. he'd like body slam the planet. Yeah. Oh. All right. That was back when they were doing the commercials. It has emotion. Because <laughs> the emotion chip. Sea man. Uh, it might have been no. I could be getting it wrong. It might be Saturn guy. Hang on a second. I'll have to look that up. Saturn guy. Because it's older Sega Saturn commercials. Oh okay. yeah yeah yeah. I just know he was for Sega. I don't remember exactly. Um, but yeah, in general, but anyway, <laughs> uh, but that was our topic, uh, for this week of looking back at retro gaming or gaming's past. Uh, one of the key moments that I think is really missed in the future, this kind of thing, um, and taking stuff not so harshly anymore, but apparently we do because of the internet. <laughs> okay. Okay. It was say Sigata Sincero commercials. And like one of them is him facing off in a karate match and he runs up and throws a guy like a hundred feet. And when the guy hits the ground, he blows up like dynamite. Uh, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. he gets on and goes, Sega. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of those. Those yeah. are the commercials. Yeah. Oh man. But anyway, that has been this topic. We're going to move on to our second half of the show where we're going to talk about mostly talk about CES. Cause there's a lot of CES news um, this week. That being said, we're going to get into who we're sponsored by and who, what, and why we're part of the Dorkening Podcast <laughs> and why there's so many great Dorkening podcast, post, Podcasters in our network. Which so, they need to make more bumps, uh, bumpers. Oh, right? bumpers, yeah. Step yeah. in my office because you're freaking fired. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, so yeah, as we move on. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. 
Hey kids, it's time to check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. With over 30 podcasts that encompass everything from horror to video games to comic books, and so much more, you're bound to find the shows for your taste. Whether it be Nerds of Unusual Origin, That Strange Show, Retro Red Octopus, Splash Pages, Throwdown Thursday, The Horror Squad, Still Token with My God, man, I can't read all of these. So just feel free to play and experiment with the Dork Eating Podcast Network. There are over 30 shows chock full of dirty goodness to sink your ears into. And they're all available on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are broadcast. Are you a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books? Then Epic Tales from the Sewers is a podcast for you. We cover the comic books, video games, movies, cartoons, and anything else turtle-related. We talk about the toys, we talk about the cereal, we talk about all the fun things about turtles that we love so much. So give a listen. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Check out Epic Tales from the Sewers, part of the Epic Airways podcast network give a listen dudes cowabunga is this podcast for you greetings we are the retro reductopus cephala podcast a bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome he's right we wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies toys cartoons i don't know help me out here music pants Quoting video games that don't have dialogues. Shabibans. Tasty news. Unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia. Butt breathers. Uncomfortable nature facts. Or how to install a samoplange. And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retroidocubus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So, if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, like me, worry not, gentle listener. Next week, we'll have a whole new host. Of problems. Hey. They might still suck, but they'll suck differently. And you know what's really cool? Retroidoctopus is part of the Dorkening and Inebriar podcast networks, with new episodes every technical Tuesday. Which is like every other Tuesday. We named it. Anyways, you can listen to us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast player cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all things that make growing up awesome. And we are back. So, <laughs> so okay, now we're back on the second half of the show, and we are going to get into, obviously, a lot of CES. But before that, what have you been watching? The Golden Globes happened this last weekend. <laughs> Who cares? Didn't watch the Golden Globes? No. I, didn't, I, I don't have TV, remember? <laughs> I don't even know how I would have watched it. I think it live streamed, too. Yeah, I don't know. I, no. I, I don't even care about the Golden Globes. Oh. But, uh... I just like I said the the outsider. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I still have to finish it. I saw some episodes left, but pretty good. Yeah yeah. yeah. I guess it's a Stephen King. Yeah, book. yeah. But uh, yeah, that was pretty good. There's some other stuff. Oh, uh, what was it? That Percy Jackson on the yeah, Disney. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Percy. Like no, 
I, I liked I liked the movies. The thing that's pissing me out of the show is it's the same thing as the movies. They're adding a little bit other stuff that's probably oh. in the book more. Yeah. But it, it annoyed me because I was like, we saw this in the first movie. Why can't they do something different? You know, Percy, another a third book. I don't fucking know. I know Percy Jackson came out in books like when I was like well past like that low form of content. Mm-hmm. I think I like. I, I never read the books or not, but I, I liked the movie because I they had that uh, scene where they went to the Parthenon in Tennessee. Oh and yeah, I've been there. Oh okay, and it turned out I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh. Uh, this last episode, they had a cameo. Uh, the Edge, oh, the wrestler. Yeah. I was like, I, that guy looks really familiar. And I looked it up, and it was like it, his name's like I don't even know, but yeah. it, it went by his name, not his stage name. And then it, I read into it, and it was like, ah, oh, there we go. I knew he was a wrestler. Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of the guys went on to be actors, but yeah. So but yeah, it's it's okay, but you know, it's it's not as good as the movies. But, <laughs> um, but uh. I've watched some other stuff. I I just been watching a lot of like NCIS Hawaii and stuff like that. I don't know, I like police dramas. I know, I, I, I but I'm so done. I cannot do freaking uh what is it? Criminal Minds. Oh. Oh, every episode's the same. Well, though that's like that's what I was about to say. So, I watched NCIS up to like I think season 5 or 6 and then I stopped watching cuz I was like yeah, this well, is I, becoming I, so repetitive and so stupid. Yeah, like I could I could tell you what's going to happen in the whole episode from first five minutes. Like, I was like, they like, have a whole new cast on the regular NCIS now. Like yeah. Fez is in it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I haven't I haven't watched any of that. I've just been watching the Hawaii one, and they have a new one. It's uh, Australia. Oh, but it's I, still I, the same format. I want, they just there's do the like, same thing. There's like Criminal Minds. Super bad. It's like this really dark criminal mind. Yeah. Same show. Oh, this guy got killed. Oh, unsub this, unsub that. Nobody talks like this. <laughs> I am sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I can tell you, these police officers, when there's a murder, they're, they're not like, well, I profile him to be like this and this and this and blah, 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 blah. And the unsub did this and blah. No, you, no. They are not talking about that the whole time. No. Maybe the first 10 minutes, and then they're like, Man, what are we gonna do about this? No, <laughs> fuck, we got a serial killer going on. What are we gonna do? We gotta get them. Not blah, 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 blah. no, no. I, I just can't. I can't anymore. <laughs> it's like the same shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's bad. It's yeah. It's, I get yeah, those shows drive me up a wall now. I yeah. used to watch a lot of those shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I really, I used to like CSI because that was different. But the unsub this, unsub that. Just say suspect. <laughs> the, the, the person we don't know who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's no. just funny. I don't know. <laughs> no, but I did watch the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously Oppenheimer. And, and it was funny because if he did not win for Oppenheimer for lead actor, I was going to shoot somebody. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I was like, "There's no way he would have got that Nerf gun out." And like, just went, <laughs> like you could have put him. Like if you watched him play Oppenheimer and then watch the doc, I have like a documentary on the on the server mm-hmm. uh, about Oppenheimer. And you watch an interview with Oppenheimer, it's like holy crap, he couldn't. You couldn't have acted better if you tried. Oh, okay, that's how good. That's how close he was mm-hmm. to actually being Oppenheimer. Um, so obviously Oppenheimer won a bunch of awards. What about Barbie? Barbie won one. I think they actually won an award. Award won wow. one. They were nominated for a bunch of them, but they only won one. Uh, and uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, I think, won like two awards. Okay, that's um, but yeah, Scorsese, but Scorsese did not beat uh, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan won for best director for Oppenheimer. Oh, okay, 
Um, they're both really good, though. They're both re- outstanding movies. Incredible, incredible. What was movie. the big winner of the? Though I think I think that well, obviously Oppenheimer was the big winner, but I think the one that took away the most awards was the show Succession. Never heard of it. Um, oh, I know it is. I never watched it. And I'm wow, like, yeah. and I heard it's good. I'm, at some point, I'm like, and it has actually Brian Cox. It. We were just talking about Brian Cox. He's actually <laughs> one of the funny. lead people on that show. He won an award uh, for the show. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that was one of the big, big takeaways uh, for that. Um, but no, uh, and I was so glad that almost every nomination that the Bear was up for, they won. I was like, yes. Oh, you like that? The Bear is such. A, it, it oh, is, so that's why. What? The Succession stars Kieran Culkin. That's why he was on SNL. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. Who, I've never heard of the kid. I, he's, he was in uh, Scott Pilgrim Saves the World. As what? I don't, I don't remember his character, but yeah. I wasn't a big fan of Scott Pilgrim Saves the World. Anyway, you were? But, oh, so good. I don't, yeah, but he was in that. I, I don't remember. Um, Maybe he was a evil ex-boyfriend. I don't know if I can know. Or, uh, oh, no. He, was he the... I bet he was... Was he the gay kid? But no, yeah, he... um. Yeah, he won an award. Uh, the girl, uh, what's mean, won an award. The whole bunch of girls won an award for Succession. At some point, I'll have to watch that show. Um, but um, no, it it was really cool. Yeah, so the bear, the bear. I personally think, as of like right now, there's a lot of good TV shows and stuff out there, but the bear is so good at like. It's such a good TV show. Every single character is very dynamic. It has, they're very well-rounded characters. There's a whole bunch of sides to them. The storytelling is on point, like so well done. Yep, I was right. Oh, you're right. Yeah, so he was Wally. Um, Wallace. Yeah, so the uh, what do you call it? The cinematography is incredible uh, in the Bear, and the editing is incredible in the Bear. Really? Like, uh, holy crap! The editors, the two editors that do it, are incredible editors. Like what they do. Uh, to make that show what it is. It's incredible. Uh, and there's one show uh, called the one episode called the dinner in the second season that like, I think should just won an award just for that episode. Does that ever happen? What an episode? No, no, but like it needed to, the episode was so incredible. And for them to even pull the episode off, like it had to take such coordination to pull it off. Like, and there was a handful of like famous actors that were in that episode. Um, that it was just absolutely incredible. Um, like it is the most impressive show I've seen in a long time in the bear. And it's on another level. If you've actually worked as a cook in a kitchen, because I did, and <laughs> you can see it, you can see the things they took. You can see they have people that talk to them like, or what it's like being in a kitchen. They like, there's a lot of that, like the animosity and stuff that happens like inside working in a kitchen. Like it is there. It's really well done. Poor it's, things went a lot too. Yeah, poor things won a handful of awards, um, and that's based on it's uh, based on Frankenstein. A, no, no, what's it based on? No, it's based on uh, a Spanish novel of a girl that's brought back to life, um, and then she like loves life. I forget the whole plot line, something so, like that. So, so when I was they, so I must have read that it was like Frankenstein. It's yeah, there's a lot of things like Frankenstein, but <laughs> I think people being brought back from the dead. Ah. Uh, but yeah, I want to say it was a Spanish novel originally uh, about a girl that was brought back to life. And uh, there's a whole like big thing with it, her loving life in general. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think like some of the 
reviews and stuff I looked at it about it. Said Frank's yeah. Yeah, really, yeah. yeah, it's kinda like how Frankenstein yeah. brought the person back, but she's not in pieces. <laughs> no, and she's not like a ghoul or anything. Yeah, she's yeah, not, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> not like a ghoul. Yeah, yeah. She's not all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She, maybe she messed up in the head. I don't know. Yeah. No, but a lot of people are. Uh, yeah. But like a lot of people don't get like, for instance, like uh, Ryan Gosling was up against like, um, oh, what's his face? Um, uh, De Niro and. Um, Robert, uh, Robert De Niro and um, uh, what the fuck? What's his face? Iron Man. Um, Johnny Jr. Johnny Jr. <laughs> Downey Jr. Downey Jr. Downey Jr. Yeah, like those guys. And I was like, and I saw that, and I was like, how does Ryan Gosling even think he's going to win closely uh, to these guys? Oh yeah. Like, oh, with Barbie. Yeah, that's what he was nominated for oh, against those God. guys. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like watching it i was like if he wins i'm losing all hope in humanity <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i was like i liked barbie i think the movie was good but it wasn't anything to like holy crap that was incredible acting they were playing goofy characters yeah um no i i would have loved just in spite of you if will ferrell won an award oh for my barbie. god i would have shot <laughs> I would have had to drive there with my nurse <laughs> and start shooting people. <laughs> like, what? What are you thinking? <laughs> no, he played he, an asshole. He wasn't even he wasn't even nominated for anything. I know, I know. So <laughs> has he ever? No. He's not that good of an actor. No. Unfortunately. He can do some skits on SNL, which probably weren't the act I didn't find that funny. Mm. But a lot of some people did. Yeah. But hey, that's them. <laughs> um But yeah. No. All right. So <laughs> the first one is just this whole, like, the the world's first game charger. Self-charging no, headset. Game changer. Game changer. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, game changer. Yeah. Self-charging headset unveiled ahead of CES 2024. So right now it's just a communications headset, like, uh, I'm guessing for, like, TV and racetracks and stuff like that. Because that's what it looks like. Yeah, it looks like. It looks like, okay, change it to, to Channel 4. Section yeah. this, or hey, hey, Bo, you got got turn turn three, turn three, you know, something like that. Yeah, but uh, it's got a uh, like a what do you call it, a solar panel on it. Oh, okay, yeah, it has a mini solar panel. Yeah, in the headset, and dude, solar panels are getting better and better. Well, I want to find solar panels for this place. Okay, and I can do it, but I can't put. Anything on the grounds. It has to be all connected to the building. Yeah, you can have them installed in your roof. Yeah, but like the ones that they've always had are really, they're too heavy. But I know they got to have lighter ones now. Yeah. Um. Like, well, 8-Bit Guy did a video last year. Yeah. He installed his own solar panels on his, house, on his roof. Uh, right, in, well, in, how in much it cost him? In his studio. Because everybody, like, uh, Grim, uh, was it Grim's sister? She's got them, but she's paying for him. Yeah. It's like $10,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a loan. I wouldn't. Okay. Those guys are a scam. Yeah. The guys that come in and repeat. The actual. Those, those guys are scammers. The, the um, actual people that give. Uh, yeah. It's recommended. Them. Like a lot of people just say, do the research yourself and put them up yourself. Mm-hmm. Buy this panels yourself. Because I think my, I think my roof's going to handle them. Because yeah. this house is, this place is built like a house. But anywho. Yeah. And you'll literally do it for a like one like fifth of the price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Because solar panels right. aren't that expensive. Yeah, I'm not paying ten grand. That's insane. They're really not that expensive. I don't want to spend years paying. <laughs> um, and like one of the things I think it's on this list is a Jackery thing. The thing it's uh it's like a 
pop out tent thing you can like put on your car. They have it on a car. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But the thing produces a thousand watts. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. So getting back to this, uh, 3M may, make they're partnered with Exeger. Yeah, but they make a lot of like head, like they make a lot of like headsets in general, right? Those type of headsets, yeah. Yeah, like the gun safe headsets, the noise canceling, well, all those ones. Yeah. So, so you don't get like hurt your ears. All the yeah, safety yeah. headsets, I should say. Yeah. They make all those. Um. But yeah, no, I just thought that it was really, really cool. So you know, in the future, they like just these type of headsets could be wireless with that, you know, built in. Mm. It. But I can only imagine how much they're going to cost when they come out. But it says 3M, 3M relentlessly focused on inventing for tomorrow and the advanced engineering and materials science woven into these headsets has created a perfect blend of performance design, protection, and sustainability. So uh, they've also, you know, helped with the ears, you know, so you don't go deaf. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. That's kind of cool, though. And they're completely... But apparently, in, in the comments, this guy says he's got a pair of Urbanista Los Angeles, and they have the exact same function. Oh. These M3 are designed to be used around machine gun and artillery fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we know that, because yeah. that's what they already make. Yeah. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's self-charge. Yeah. All right. CES 24 Live. Latest tech and weird gadgets. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. So... Gyro glove is a hand stabilizing wearable for people with tremors. Wow. If it works, that's great. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. tremors is it's not uh Michael J. Fox, it's just tremors. Yeah. My ex-wife's mother had them. Yeah. Like really bad. She was like Oh yeah, a lot of people suffer from it. And but if I'm guessing the gyro like reverse like it's like reverses the it counteracts the it probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty damn cool. Yeah. Uh, so you can stay steady while playing possibly like VR games and stuff. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Next gen MEMS ultrasonic sucks. Solid state earbuds. Okay. Solid state earbuds. Yeah. This kind of so delivers the bass. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, need yeah. a whole lot of bass with those things in your ear. Yeah, yeah, just a little. It's literally like against your eardrum. Just a little thickness. Yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, some uh, the Air Taxi. Yeah, the Hyundai shows off its the SA2 Air Taxi at CES. This thing is like right out of like Westworld. It's crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this thing's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Uh, gaming inside Sony and Honda's Afila concept. They mm. have a they have a Sony car. Oh wow, that's kind of neat. It's got a. Is this first Sony's first car? It's well, there. It's with Honda. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But oh my god, wow! There's a. Does there's a screen in the front? It's an all screen, man. No, in the very front of the car. Like... Oh, it was like an LCD. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like what? Kit. Yeah, in the front it shows. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. That the changes. screen. That the hell? Yeah, because in the beginning. <laughs> see. Yeah. It's like, hey guys, how you doing? It could be like Kit with the thing to run across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I would do. I'd make it red dots. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> My problem is with these electric cars, though. They're all ugly as hell. But there's a bunch of, <laughs> there is a bunch of cars actually with full screens like that. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of concepts. No, no, there's cars that have come out with full screens like that. The whole dashboard. Full car, which cars? I, I've seen like ones with like 15 inch screens that turn and stuff. Well, no, no. Like the whole dashboard's a screen. Uh, and oh, you can wow. reprogram it to look different completely because yeah, the whole thing's cool. digital. Why? See, they they like they oh, they changed. 
I don't know why people like like they look cool those steering wheels, but they're terrible to drive with. Mm. Like, because look at that when you gotta like turn around. <laughs> oh yeah, that's why like they hated the kit steering wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. It's like it's that. not practical. If yeah, it's practical. You're flying a jet. Yeah, because you're going like this <laughs> and going like this. You're not turning and turning and yeah. turning to turn. Yeah. I don't know why they they think it's cool. Yeah. Teslas have those too. They're uh, dumb. This is kind of cool. The uh, send screen fold. Yes. It's, I say only, but for what it is, it's it's only fifteen hundred bucks. Like this says two thousand, but I watched a video on Austin, mm-hmm. and uh, he said it starts at fifteen hundred. Yeah, Samsung has one too, though. Like yeah. And what's cool about this one, it has a a stand on the back, so you can stand it up like mm-hmm. the other way. And uh, but there's a keyboard that goes over this. Yeah. Yeah, and why- you can use it like a regular laptop, and it gets like eight hours. If you take that off and use it this way, you get like five. Oh, um, yeah. Linus was daily driving the one with the keyboard this whole year. Well, the key, the keyboard, no, it comes off. It's just, I know, it's like you could use it separately. Yeah, no, I know. He was daily driving it this last year. Uh, he he, he, he did secretly, kind of. Okay, he was doing it because he didn't like. He didn't think it was practical. Then he was like, after a while, he's like, after like a month, I was like, wow, this is actually a good concept. Hmm. So, yeah. Because you get, like, a portable laptop along with, like, a giant full screen if you want. This is saying it's a display, though. No, there's no, that might there's be that a lap, There's a laptop that's just like I this. think it's the Samsung one that... Uh, no, Linus it wasn't was, Samsung. It was... No, Linus was using I think it was a Samsung. Oh. Huh. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's one that's an actual laptop. I don't know why you would pay $2,000 for that. That's crazy. Volkswagen with ChatGPT told me a story about dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's funny they're talking about all these they're like okay uh android auto 2024 i don't see anything different except like i think it uses the background from your phone oh but i, I don't know what they're doing like everything that it shows i already have on mine so i don't know i'd like some cool updates it'd be really nice like we did get an update that made the round edges yeah and i could see two two things at once like the the music i'm playing and then like the the gps but i haven't really noticed anything else yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you could buy a like if you if you still use it on Android, you can buy like a a screen that you could put on your dash. Yeah, that you plug in, it'll be Android Auto. Oh, it'll just be yeah, yeah. And yeah, you yeah. just plug it in through your auxiliary port. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it will do everything like mine does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty neat. Um, so yeah, and that's the one thing that's cool. Obviously, the one thing that's negative. This is really cool. They're adding ChatGPT to that. But the thing that sucks right now is obviously all the add-ons and stuff they're adding to cars for subscriptions. Um, oh yeah, you know they got rid of that BMW one. Oh, they did. Yeah, the <laughs> heated seats. Yeah, yeah. I, I I saw something about that. They were talking about it. And they said they got rid of it. Well, one of the newest ones that they're going to add is um, a uh, newer models. There, well, car companies are thinking about adding into it. So if you if people that get their car repoed, the car will drive itself back to the dealership. <laughs> Well, that's not a bad idea. It's not. No, no. I saw that. I was like, if you don't pay your bills, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, like, what do you honestly, want? Honestly, that's like a, you don't have to worry that. Oh, that's a lot of weight off the shoulders of those people. I, I know it's their job. I know, but like, but if your car just like, like, you ain't taking my car, motherfucker. But like, imagine you get a car with, like, they get the car with the car just backs up the drive. Bye. Wait, where you going? <laughs> And then like a red light comes on the side. Oh, I didn't pay my bill. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> so we got uh, some Sennheiser earbuds. I really wish I could wear earbuds. 
earbuds earbuds is like being able to wear sunglasses for, like i can't wear sunglasses i have to get prescriptions oh i see these people wearing ray-bans and i'd like to get a pair but I, it would cost me a lot more because i gotta get a prescription for them yeah just like earbuds i can't wear earbuds because they just fall out <laughs> oh know? yeah like i put the ones that, like the same ones you got on your keychain yeah fall right oh. out i mean like sitting there especially if i'm eating they just boom but like i, I could sit there and like watch on my break dum 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 pop Huh. Just falls right out. And I've tried all the. the you tried the, the bigger size. Yeah, I've tried all the inserts. I know the shit. So maybe there's extra large one. Line ignore. I don't have big ears. <laughs> uh, so Nate, this is for you for your iPhone. You could get a make your phone a BlackBerry. What? It's a called. Oh, Clicks. oh, yeah, uh, yeah. The keyboard. It's kind of neat, but it's neat, but like it's, it's about it, it's very gimmicky. Yeah, because who's going to use this I'm thing? I'm so quick. Just no, yeah, man. most people are nowadays. Like, who is going to use this? Yeah. But hey, somebody will. I, I, I maybe. What do we got here? I don't think it'll ever make it to market. I personally don't. Those are cool. Don't call them skates because they're moonwalkers. Moonwalkers. I I, I kind of like them. Are they anti gravity? <laughs> call them moonwalkers. No, they're just they're, they're skates. <laughs> they're just skates. Are they motorized? Uh, startup spun out. Uh, Basically, that's what they look like. Yeah, I think they're motorized. Um, Here at CES. Mm. I would love to go to CES, by the way. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So it's like walking on an escalator. Yeah. You, you, when you walk, you're just walking faster. Yeah, it slowly I, pushes you. Yeah, no, that's cool. I kind of... It's yeah, neat. Cool. Depends on where you're at. Like, yeah. definitely don't want to wear them at CES. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's okay. But they're just gaudy. and They're really... Ugly. Yeah, but that's a concept though. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. That's is, not yeah. final product, but yeah. yeah. But it's a cool idea. It is a neat idea. It's better than those those Segway things with one wheel that you got to balance on. Oh, they're, oh, they're, and they're not flat. They're kind of rounded on the edges. Yeah, and you just stand on top of them. They don't clamp or anything. No, they're just triangles that you. Oh, they're ooh, they're ugly. They're I don't know how that went through. <laughs> so this indoor smoker, it's like a gazillion dollars. It's indoor though. That's the thing. Yeah, no, no, I know. I think I think it was like, oh, it's like thirty five hundred dollars because they were the comparing the price to the, uh, the Apple. Th- oh uh, yeah, 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 VR thing. But if you're running a business though, and you want to like, you can see in it. Imagine running a restaurant and you can see your food getting smoked. Well, yeah, and it, like you can put steaks in it; it'll cook them in like three minutes. Oh wow! Because so, it cooks them right on both sides. It's it's a yeah. I think this would be th- a, this was on a, a Linus episode because they've been talking about CES all week. Yeah, I think this would be a good attraction for opening business for a new business. Maybe if it's big enough, I think it I think t- it's made for like homes. Oh, I know, but I think it'd be a good attraction. Yeah, there. yeah. Uh, a wearable display for multitaskers. I'd like to try not these, but uh, try a pair of those uh, display glasses. Yeah, there's a they few like a hundred inch screen and stuff. Yeah, there's a handful now, and there's more and more keep on coming out. This ring lets you whisper to your phone because sometimes we need to use our inside. Okay. Oh, come on now. Whatever. Can't you just pick up your phone and text? That just reminds me. So on Reddit, somebody made a post about break room etiquette. Okay. And they're like, it's just annoying people, you know, talking on their phones and and like just full bore or. Cooking oh. fish in the break room. I'm like, how about when they go and have a full-on FaceTime conversation, screaming at the phone? Oh no, no! Mm-hmm. Anybody that talks in public, 
with their phone not up to their ear, I want to punch them. <laughs> it's so annoying. It drives me up a wall. It's like, why do people do that? Why do you want your conversation being spat out to the entire world? They're like, hey, guys, how you, how you doing? Oh, I'm on break. Like, nobody wants to hear that. Like, why do you, Why do people <laughs> want to do that? Yeah. We oh. got, uh, there's that, the, here's a grill that uses AI to cook a steak in 90 seconds. <laughs> this is what I was talking about. Oh, Jesus. Not the, uh, not the, the smoker. Not the smoker. I, I, they look the same. But yeah, this this girl could cook it in ninety seconds. Damn. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, Scrabble the entire solar solar powered EV. Here you go. Here you go. There's your dream car. Mobile car solar powered EV is a dream for yeah. That is kind of cool. It's really small. Yeah, it's really small. Yeah, um, but if like you like for instance, like if it is if you're just going around town, if you're not. Like, if you're not hauling stuff, you're not doing any of this stuff, you're not doing any of those things, why not just use yeah. a small vehicle to get around? Yeah. They make uh, mobility scooters, but they look like cars. They're they're like this. They're like this big. They're yeah, this yeah. thin. And like they're, you know, probably like five or six feet long. Yeah. But they're mobility scooters. They got like a scooter handlebars <laughs> and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're like a few grand. Yeah. Not too bad. The Rabbit N R one, the adorable. Oh, I did see something on this. Okay, yeah, this is the. It's a non-app smart device. Okay, it's not app powered. Okay, it, that's their whole big thing is that they don't have apps. Um, it's two hundred dollars though. Holy shit! That's it though. And then yeah, yeah. It's all AI powered. There's no apps at all. Oh, so everything you do, you just ask through the AI. Yeah. Or however it works. Yeah. Hmm. completely uh and their whole thing is that they believe that the world's moving like we went when iphone came out that we were going into an app world where everything's an app but now he thinks the uh everything everything's going to ai and this will be the future of smart devices will be this device that's powered nothing but but ai no actual just apps it's all just ai hmm. it's not a bad vision but yeah, i don't, I don't think it's completely right but yeah this ai is jesus yeah so this space type this space top is a laptop that really wants you to swap your screen for ar glasses Oh, okay. I yeah, see. it's I AR see. glass instead of a screen. Okay, I I couldn't see this the glasses, but now yeah. it makes sense. <sighs> yeah, it's neat. We're, we're not ready for it. People are not ready to be watching but, people with glasses on. The, you know. Oh, hey, you're looking at me. Yeah, but you don't. Okay, so I I don't think like. This okay, so this is the weird middle period. It, well, it's like when people started wearing earbuds. Well, no, that too, but like this is the weird middle period where, like, for or instance, no, what like, did they weird... call them? No, no, hold on. What did they call them? They weren't Bluetooth, ear... Bluetooth. Bluetooth headset. Yeah, 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 Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah. So no, but this like with keyboards. This is the weird middle period, uh -huh. like when phones had key... slide out keyboards, smartphones. Yeah, had yeah, slide yeah, out yeah, 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 yeah. And then we finally went away from it and had touchscreen keyboards. And so now, now you're waiting for the air keyboard. No, so, and yeah, and this is going to evolve because there's no reason for that physical hardware. Everything can be in the headset. Yeah. And then you can just put them on and then just start typing. And that's what it'll eventually be. This is just that weird people, middle period that people don't want to give up their physical keyboard. Automated valet parking. There, I, I, do, I don't know if it's going to talk about it, but there are, there are a few uh, hydrogen cars that they're talking about. Yes, the there is. I, I, I agree with hydrogen. I do like the hydrogen idea. Yeah. But the thing that sex is they need to make it so you can just pour water into your car and it will no. convert it yeah. rather than having to pay for freaking hydrogen fuel. And so do that the one thing, thing that's annoying, which I didn't know, uh, Lewis Rothman actually brought this up uh, when he was talking to other mechanics and stuff. He said electric cars are actually easier to work on 
than like mechanical cars, but they, they don't let you. But, but they don't let you. He said, but they could be cheaper. It could be cheaper. It could be like a hundred percent cheaper than like combustion cars. Because the electronics are cheaper. Yeah, they're cheaper. They're cheaper. If you have in the long run, they'll if, end up being. If you cheaper. take like one class, you'll have a good idea of how to repair your car. Yeah, right there. The only thing you're screwed on is that battery. Yeah, because that's that's not easy. <laughs> no, well, it's, it is easy, but it's just you need. Depends on the car. Yeah, they 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 would have to make they need to make the cars changing of the battery simple. Yeah, like when I went to Disney as a kid, they had. Um, the world of the future, you know, and, oh, yeah. and they had this car. It was just the base. The base was like the brains of the car and the battery. Mm-hmm. And you had like this weird, like little garage thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And you could decide, Oh, I want to drive a minivan today. And it will put the minivan on top of this platform. And then it would come off. Oh, I want to drive a sports car. Boom. Sports car. Sedan, you know, all those type of cars. modular cars. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. It was, it was great. And this was like, 30 years ago you know it was a long time yeah probably like 30 years ago yeah when i went to disney for that that time yeah so yeah a lot of that and i those might have been hydrogen those were hydrogen fuel cells probably yeah uh at the time um but yeah oh man anyways all right so what else i think that's it for this page yeah yeah. This is just oh yeah, this is most yeah, it's just their announcement. So let's go to our next associate is that Associated Press, is that what that is? AP News, whatever. Yeah, it's AP News. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. targets scammers, okay. <laughs> Good friend. Iron Man actor target targets uh digital scammers. Uh, anyway. Oh, so- now his latest off screen role as a board member. And strategist at AI security startup, or Daniel wants to fight off digital scammers at CS. He said it at the CS. Oh, CSI, okay. Then he came out there, came out like, I'm on my own, motherfuckers, <laughs> and we're going to save you with security. <laughs> so, so Mercedes Benz is actually adding, makes talking to your car an experience. And I think this is what the other topic was talking about in the other ones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, including AI-powered virtual assistants, obviously, so you can talk to your car. Like, people are going to be able to have kit in their car now. I just wonder if you can change it. So many fucking nerds like myself are going to want that voice to be kit. Oh, yeah. They need to be able to change it to other voices. Yeah, it's just like the Alexa. I had the, I don't, like, the Alexa is back to Alexa now on our house. But for a while, because you can change it to be like Star Trek, you can have oh. to make the sound like, hey, computer. Oh, Cool. I had it on that for a while. Um, yeah. So there's this guy on TikTok that he he questions an, an AI bot, right? Or okay. whatever the hell it is. Sounds just like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> and he went in the thing. He was trying to insinuate that she was Scarlett Johansson. And she's like, I'm not Scarlett Johansson. I'm this. It was funny. He was trying to work around it, and it just wouldn't budge. No, it wouldn't budge. But, uh, yeah, sounds just like her. It's like – because she was the, the sound of the – what is that? What was that movie with uh, – the guy who played the Joker, where he was talking to a, a bot on the computer. It was called Her. Oh, yeah, 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 was yeah. Was that yeah. her voice? I think it was her, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's even creepier. Where he falls know. in love with the computer, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, I got to try. I do have to try that 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 thing on the computer that we did yesterday, the chat 
What oh, you, yeah, you know restaurant on chat, GPT, yeah. Because the fact that if we typed in who is Tech Prime Media. Yeah. And it said, like, this huge description. And I was oh, yeah. like, okay. I'm scared. Those <laughs> <laughs> who we are. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, what the heck? Um, so, Honda debuts, obviously. It's Zero Series EV concept car. This thing looks like a minivan from, like, the year 3000. <laughs> <laughs> like holy shit <laughs> like damn google talks chromecast they they want to put uh like chromecast in the their the car apps yeah google uh, yeah on tuesday showcased the very ways to ai features into android app, uh, devices including previously announced customized AI generated wallpapers and suggested text message responses written in styles um, ranging from casual to Shakespearean. I want to have an AI answer all my texts in Shakespearean, damn it. That would be incredible. I want that. <laughs> How you doing today? To the east is the sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love just to have an AI just start doing that. People going, what in the, are you doing drugs? <laughs> thou does not feel well today. Yeah, yeah. Thou had to work in thy terrible area. I would love to. At the time of half past my ass. Oh, I would love it. I would love to respond to our facility manager with Shakespearean. <laughs> like, what? Please convert this to Shakespearean. <laughs> I do not want to work today. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get a text, but are you okay? You need to go home. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, I need that in my life. I don't think there's much more on this one. Yeah, there's so. a small one. Intel and Vail's updated 14th gen mm. processor lineup. And that's it. All right. And one more. The coolest gadgets of CES. Yeah. Meet Bailey, the adorable AI-powered robot companion. Okay. Is this just as bad as that other one? That What the hell was that? Other one? Bilbo or something like that? Or whatever the hell uh, the other yeah. one was called? It's cool and all, but it's, it's no more than a... A little bit it's not a well though that one wasn't ai i don't think it was more like google it didn't have many yet yeah, to work around to talk to it kind of yeah yeah ai is a lot smarter now but still. yeah but like what's this gonna do like it rolls around i want one that's gonna get my it might drink play, out of the fridge it might play with your cat i don't know yeah i don't know yeah into devices yeah words for yeah companion for your home. people postures facial angles Adjust the amount of protected angle based on the circumstance. In theory, this feature makes Bailey <laughs> a confident addition to your a home. Convenient to meet you him, such as waking up curious about the day's weather. I I, I can look out the window. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I mean, laying in bed with my eyes closed. Hey Bailey, what's the weather? It looks okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> oh. uh, it's the end of the world. You might want to tidy up. <laughs> uh, uh, MSI Claw is another excited handheld, handheld gaming PC on the way. Yeah, Lonnie's did a video this on this. Is going, I, didn't this see, I didn't watch the video yet. This is going out of control, man. With well, the, no, the handhelds. They're going crazy right now. Switch, yeah. Switch made an impact. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Switch made a huge impact. Um, I just love the fact that, like, 
Linux is finally pushing its way into like a mainstream like like operating system that gaming is on. Like there was that no, the there was no push Steam Deck is or whatever. Yeah, Steam Deck. There's been never like when Steam Deck blew up. Finally, other developers are going. We need to make a Linux version of our game. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah, there is the portability layer that they have on the Steam Deck, which works really well uh, with Proton. But now developers are going, we need to really make a version. Um, So, and there's never been such a big push for Linux gaming, which is great. I'm hoping that, like, the two, like, okay, there is uh, DaVinci on Linux, but it doesn't run that great. It runs okay. mm -hmm. It it really doesn't run that great. Uh, And Adobe is not on Linux. Okay. If those two things were fluently, like, worked beautifully on all versions of Linux, <laughs> Windows would be gone. Well, <laughs> it, it's not even the, the Windows thing. The, the thing about these all these handhelds is that it's – they're PCs. Oh, yeah. They're just full PC. We're, yeah. we're increasing the – like, quietly increasing the amount of PCs that people have versus oh, yeah. consoles. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. now the PC market is kind of climbing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like – because a lot of these do have Windows. Yes. So, but well, like... You can install Windows 11 on the Steam Deck if you want to. You can? Yes. Um, this uses an Intel processor. There's one... I don't know about this one, but there is one that uses uh, the Intel graphics card. Mm. But I'm not sure which one it is. But they're cool. I, I don't know. I just have no reason to buy one. I wouldn't I wouldn't use it. The Not yet. No. Yeah. So they came out with a 1440p 480 hertz gaming monitor. I'd have to try one. I don't know if you'd see the difference from a like a 165 to a 480. Uh, you you have to see something. Well, yeah, but like two like this is going from like 240. Like oh, oh yeah. I don't. I, I, I've never seen 240. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the but, fact that they were able to do it with a 1440p. Oh okay, yeah. But this is the thing though too for gaming. Okay. Mm-hmm. Still to this day, uh, and there was actually a newer video that was done, like I think it was last week or something like that. One guy did this research and wondering why. So, do you know a majority of all the monitors at esport tournaments? Do you know what they are? 1080p. Yep. BenQs. Well, a lot of them are BenQs. Um, BenQ does sports. There are a lot of esports, but they also there's a lot of ASUS ones there. There's there's a number of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're like 1080p, like 600 hertz, right? No, no, no. They're usually around one, like 140. Okay. Yeah, that's at the most. Because uh, like one of the best monitors that they always promote is a twenty-four inch. I think it's an ASUS. That's like, it was probably four eighty or something like that. Super Hertz, but ten eighty p. Yeah, um, yeah, but no, but like most of them, all of esports still to this day, and it's because of performance. Ten eighty p, one twenty. They'll keep it at one twenty hertz. Hmm. Um, because it runs. They're e- like even with like. Obviously, with like some of the best graphics cards, you're still not going to get that s- perfect smoothness from anything else. Mm-hmm. Nothing, you mean? And well, and I'm sure they're well. That's the thing too. Big esport corporations are not going to spend like hundreds and hundreds of dollars on a whole bunch of like 4080s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not going to do that. Yeah, no, you're right. So, so yeah, still to this day, like they can promote gaming, but actual gamers that are in professional fields are not using anything but a 120 hertz 1080p monitor. Um, that's what they, I bet at home they have better ones. Um, not in the, um, 
because esports have like dorms or like houses oh, they stay in, and those okay. are ten eighty p too. So now we got the Asus Rural Nook or Nuck fourteen. It's a tiny gaming. It's yeah, so no, small. There's a forty six or seventy. Yeah, these things are really really cool, um, and they are so powerful, and they're great for like home entertainment systems. You, not just I'm not talking just Asus, but like there are so many. You just got to be careful because some of them have a lot of malware in them. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to yeah, yeah. go with a brand you know, but you or can just, look at the reviews. But like if you're smart, you get a just hold of it, it and just wipe it and yeah. install Windows on it. Yeah, I don't know. Like I've seen a lot of reviews on them. They're, oh yeah, this is, you want and give it bigger storage. Just yeah. What, what can can they put anything that will stay on there if you just wipe the hard drive? Mm-hmm. Huh? No. No, so you could just wipe the hard drive and all that mail will go away. Yeah, all right, it's gone. Yeah, the, the so part. okay, so this is so this this is showing an era right here that the Hyperkin has made the Duke controller. That's not the Duke controller. It looks like it. No, that's the S controller. S that's con- the one they made after the Duke. Oh, is it? The Duke is massive. Oh, this is the this is the controller I got with my Xbox. Oh, actually. okay. Yeah, yeah, the S controller because it's smaller, but it works on the Xbox One or Series XS, mm. which is kind of cool. But I, it does it have? My question is, does it have LR buttons? Oh yeah, I'm sure it does. Because the uh, this one didn't. It had just LR buttons. It did have one and two. Oh, it didn't. one and two was these little buttons right here. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was the two. Yeah, but these have Hall Effect analog yeah, sticks. They actually which is have. Cool. Yeah. I don't know that just weird wideness. That's such a bad design for a controller. The what? Uh, like how wide that is. Like that's as bad as the Dreamcast controller. Well, it was made by the same guy. Uh that controller. This isn't wide. This is about the size. It's basically a 360 controller size. Oh, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The Duke was big. Oh. But the S. The reason they made the S is because it's a lot smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. Uh, Hyperkid made a, yeah, it's a little handheld, handheld thing. That's another. They've already it's, made one of these. This is like the third one I think they've done. Well, for that, Sega, for Sega, I don't think, think they've done a Sega one before. No, they've done a Sega one. Really? Yeah, it was a while ago. I've seen. They, I know they make the SNES one. It's actually in the background. Yeah, they've made the SNES. I got. I got that actually for Maddie for. We got that for her birthday like four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's the, funny is this is basically a uh, now it's a uh, Sega what Nomad. Kinda. That's what and that goes for. How much? Oh yeah, the original ones yeah go yeah, for a lot. So much money. Um, this uh, this right here has actually been featured for a while. The uh, fish tank looking like PC case here. Linus did a video. Oh, this is the case I wanted so bad. He he did a video on this about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this case, but it didn't have the screen. No, it did. Oh, did it? Yep. Or did he put a screen he, in it? No, he had the screen on it because he was playing Doom on it. Oh. I wanted this to put a screen in it because I didn't know they were coming out with one that had a screen. Yeah, but that that was I really wanted that, but I didn't know if it would uh, if that's like HDMI or like just USB or something like that. I think it's HDMI. See, I don't want to use another HDMI input for for that, you know. Oh, it's just silly. But yeah, this is the case. I wanted a white version of this case. Yeah, but I think Linus did the review when they were first building them, and they sent him one, and they did a white one and a black one. Oh. And they did that PC build, and they yeah. both had the screens, and they tested the whole thing. Uh, 480 Super was announced, which is a little bit... It's like the $200 cheaper than the actual. Yeah. And it's better. Uh, we got the micro LED, 137-inch TV, fully foldable. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of cool. 
and oh. that's it. Where's the, all this? That's weird. This is all different stuff than, than I saw earlier today. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, and that is CES this year, buddy. We got a lot of cool stuff. There's, oh. and there's, it, it just started today, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. It was a yeah, long way so. to go. And at the end of the month, we got Nam. Yeah, we got, oh, you uh, got the, the music. Yeah, yeah, the music one. Yep. Mm. Cool, cool. But yeah. So that being said, this is uh anyway. Episode uh season nine, episode one, twenty twenty four, talking gaming and tech. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for <laughs> watching us. Thank you for joining us. Remember, go to gettech.com. Get tech. Get tech. Like, Ooh, that goes way back. <laughs> that's where we started. But no, go to talking gaming and tech. Uh um obviously search us on any podcast platform you listen to and you can find us uh, and make sure to share it out uh, wherever you share out podcasts or let people know. Uh, and you also go to youtube.com slash tech prime media and subscribe and go check out some videos. Cause we got some more coming up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And check out our TikTok. Yeah. We're at like 3,400 something, something followers. Like yeah. And that VR headsets, I like 430,000 <laughs> views. I don't oh. get it, but. Man, if we made money off of that, we'd be happy. (laughs) (laughs) I see you guys next time for the latest, greatest in gaming and tech. Tech Prime Media signing off. TikTok doesn't pay shit, though. That's the only problem with that. Well, once you hit 10,000. But they still don't pay shit, though. Um, They play factual. Anything is anything. Sure, sure. But shorts don't pay shit.